Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Motor Racing Network Classic, presented by MRN. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series. Today, the Checker Auto Parts 500. The NASCAR Nextel Cup Series machines are rolling here at Phoenix International Raceway as we get set for the start of the Checker Auto Parts 500. Right now, let's take a swing around the track and bring in some voices who will cover the action over in turns one and two and three and four. Let's go down now to one and two. Mike Bagley of Wilmington, Delaware is over there. Thank you, Barney Hall. Good afternoon, everybody. Position at the west end of the Phoenix International Raceway. Turns one and two, banked 11 degrees, about three lanes wide. And before this was over with, all the drivers will be using every piece of real estate down here. We have seen basically a two-group racetrack so far this weekend, but later the NASCAR Bush Series race yesterday afternoon, that group widened out, and then outside lane really played a key in who went on the victory lane. We'll see these drivers skate up the racetrack, find that ideal line, and then get that good runoff turn two, take it down the back straightaway, and into the dogleg. Position on top of the Buddy Job Suites with about a 1,000 race fans nestled in and set to go here this afternoon. It turns one and two this afternoon at Phoenix. Saw, we saw some daring moves off turn two yesterday and also on Friday afternoon the NASCAR Crestman Truck Series race. Some of the guys tried to make it three wide a few times. In most cases, they had to come back out of the gas and fall back in line at least two wide, but it's uh, mighty tempting to make that three wide move off turn number two. Once you make it down the back straightaway, you hit turn number three, which many say is the trouble spot here at Phoenix International Raceway to cover the action there for Motor Racing Network this afternoon from Rancho Cucamonga, California, Dan Hubbard. Thank you, Joe, and good afternoon, everybody. Well, from my pumped-up position on a scissor lift, I've got a clear view on a cloudy day of turns three and four, turns which can be taken much faster than one and two, but the driver's say making the pass here is all that much tougher. In fact, drivers have to begin their moves at the dog leg of the backstretch, try to take away the inside line and close off the deal at turn four, where there is plenty of racing room. Banked at only nine degrees, handling and throttle control is the name of the game. Going from feathering the gas to flooring it and getting it right for 312 laps, that's the challenge for the drivers this afternoon. I'll be here to cover all the action at turns three and four of Phoenix International Raceway. As the field works behind the pace car into turn number three, now getting ready for the start, the green flag will come out, and we begin 312 laps, 312 miles, making up the Checker Auto Parts 500K. Here's Barney Hall for the call. Pace truck pulling in behind the pit wall. They come out of turn number four, move into the front straightaway. They're about 150 feet away from the start-finish line. Green flag goes in the air, and we're underway in the Checker Auto Parts 500. They race hard to turn number one, get single file among the first two, scrambles back at third place. That's where Casey Kane and Joe Nemechek race side-by-side. Strong on the outside lane will grab third. Now go to work on Brian Vickers for second. Single file for the top five positions. It's Ryan Newman opening up a gap over Brian Vickers of a car length and a half. Casey Kane in that third spot. Joe Nemechek in fourth. Everybody riding the bottom for turns three and four. Side by side for the seventh position. That is Jeff Gordon in the outside lane and Casey Mears down to the inside. Still side by side until they reach the start finish line. Finally, Gordon slips by and grabs seventh. He'll grab the spot coming into the third, shuffling Casey Mears back to eighth. 
are side by side for fourth. Just a moment. Here's Kevin Harvick on the move under Joe Nemechek. Harvick looks to the inside as they go through the dog leg on the back straightaway. Nemechek shuts off that move. Nemechek trying to lock down the fourth spot. His Chevy very, very stable to the low line. Frustrating the efforts of Kevin Harvick. Everybody wanting to get down to that inside groove, not be hung out of that outside line as they work across the start finish line and go back to turn number one. It is single file among the front nine cars as they go to two. Now here's Kevin Harvick. He'll break out of line once again. Drop down to the inside of Joe Nemechek. Two Chevys side by side for fourth on the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick still working over Joe Nemechek for the fourth spot. They are wheel to wheel, fender to fender into turn three. Harvick gets a little bit physical, bumps Nemechek a little bit wide, and Harvick will take over the fourth spot. Harvick gets a good run coming off the bottom side of turn number four. He'll grab the spot closer to the front. Casey Kane now looks for a move. He's trying to pass Brian Vickers. Dodge and Chevy side by side into turn one. The Dodge of Kane strong. He'll sweep up in front of Vickers and take the second spot as they head to the dog leg. Casey Kane looking very good out of turn two and up the back straightaway, trying to pull away from Brian Vickers in that third position. Casey Kane now in second spot, sets his sights on the leader, Ryan Newman. Second and third place cars, young rookie drivers hoping to get their first victory. Casey Kane has been so close, he's working right now to run down the leader, Ryan Newman, but he's still got a pretty good ways to go as they go to two. He's got a long ways to go, Barney, but he's making some progress. He's pulled away from Brian Vickers by about three car lengths, but he's got about seven to make up the battle for the lead. Meanwhile, Tony Stewart in that fifth position is close Closing in on Joe Nemechek for fourth. Stewart takes the Home Depot Chevrolet through the dogleg. Now into turn three. Really gets the left side tires down low for turn three. Making up ground on Joe Nemechek. About mid-pack, here's Jimmy Johnson making some moves, trying to come up closer to the front of the field. Shown in the 14th position, going for 13th right now. He'll grab it as he dips to the inside of Matt Kenseth and makes the pass. He'll complete that pass coming into turn one. They're starting to stack up behind them. You got Robbie Gordon there. Also Rusty Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield drop back even further, almost three wide with Mark Martin, John Andretti, and Greg Biffle. Elliot Sadler looking to make a move now on Jamie McMurray. Tries to drop alongside, fought better of it. Now backs out of the front and tucks in behind the Havilene been a good race for the last three laps around. It is for 10th position. Jamie McMurray has it. Elias Sadler would like to get it. Scott Riggs and Jeff Green may be a part of that very shortly as they all go over to turn two. Elliot Sadler opens the inside lane. He will take 10th. McMurray falls back in line in 11th. Now the battle is on for 12th. Scott Riggs feeling the heat from Jeff Green. Just in front of that battle, you've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's knocking on the door of Casey Mears. That would be the fight for the 8th position. Mears watches up high as Dale Jr. puts the entire car inside the yellow line of the 8th. Momentarily, the Budweiser Chevy did pull down to the inside of the track. Now back in line, directly behind Casey Mears. He breaks out of line again in turn one. Wheel to wheel for the eighth position. Dale Earnhardt Jr., awfully strong. He'll use the apron in turn two to pick up that position and slot in line in front of Mears on the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr. takes away the eighth spot. Up in front of him is Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Joe Nemechek, and others. Your leader, Ryan Newman, is off the turn. We talk about the top five in the Nextel chase for the Cup, and those drivers know that with three races left, they cannot afford any kind of a mistake, even a minor one on the racetrack or certainly on pit road. We are lap eight right now. Ryan Newman continues to pull away from Casey Kane. Casey was reeling him in for a moment, but now he's lost a lot of ground in turn three. Looks like a comfortable lead for the moment for Ryan Newman. Put it at about five to six car lengths over Casey Kane to ride by himself in that second spot. Brian Vickers, however, has company with Kevin Harvick. Here's Jimmy Johnson trying to pick up a spot. He's fighting for the 13th position with Jeff Green. He'd been following Green for several laps. Finally pulls to the inside, picks up the spot there. Just behind them, it's Rusty Wallace trying to get by Robbie Gordon up in turn one. Got about eight cars stacked up in that battle, Joe. Wallace trying to squeeze down to the inside, while at the same time, Jeremy Mayfield trying to use the outside lane. Gordon bobbles, but hangs on to the spot for now. Three-car fight for that position. Robbie Gordon busts out of it. He wants no part of it. Right behind. 
behind him now is Rusty Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield going at it side by side off turn four. Ryan Newman setting a blistering pace in the early going right now. He is within a straightaway of catching the tail end of the field at a, after only about 16 laps and will start putting people a lap down this early in the event this afternoon. Casey Kane is second. Brian Vickers is third. Kevin Harvick is fourth. Back in fifth right now is Tony Stewart. Jeff Gordon's got a strong car trying to work his way out of that traffic back there and get a little closer to the front. Tony Stewart's going to try and take a position away from Kevin Harvick right now. That would be for fourth place as it goes to one. He opens the inside lane. Barney coming into turn one. Tony Stewart strong down low. Kevin Harvick trying to keep the horses wound up topside. Stewart, though, grabs the spot off turn two. Stewart will have the preferred line into turn three, and I don't think anybody except maybe for Ryan Newman and is handling as well as Tony Stewart. Really riding it down low for turns three and four, and now he has just taken over in the third position. A couple of fast movers, both in the Roush race team. Greg Biffle started 23rd. He's just taken the 15th spot as he's gone by Jeff Green. And series point leader Kurt Busch started today back in the 28th position. Kurt has now moved himself up into the, uh, let's see, 19th spot. He's picked up a couple of positions over the last couple of laps. Here's Dale Jr. on the move again on the back stretch, Challenging Kevin Harvick side-by-side in the turn three they go. Harvick is forced to take the wide line. Dale Jr. rides a low line. He'll take the spot away from Harvick. And he'll try to bring Jeff Gordon with him. Tell you what, Dale Jr. is getting real aggressive in the early going here this afternoon. Wherever he catches somebody, he immediately puts a fender underneath him and tries to get around. Let's stay with him in turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on the attack. He's made the pass around Kevin Harvick. And now the task at hand is to go to work on trying to catch Tony Stewart on the back straightaway. There is about five to six car lengths between Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt Jr. who rides in the fifth spot. So the scramble is on for six. Kevin Harvick going way up wide. Comes in within yards of the outside wall. He's diamonding off the corner. But Jeff Gordon takes it and takes the position. It's like Harvick got kind of pushed up there when Dale Jr. pulled underneath and made the pass, and now he can't get back down, and Jeff Gordon is capitalizing. Yeah, the low lane is definitely occupied. Joe got Jeff Gordon there. Elliot Sadler's waiting in the wings. Now Harvick and Gordon funnel out to side-by-side off two. This is the struggle for six. It is Jeff Gordon versus Kevin Harvick. Wheel to wheel into turn three. Sadler with the best seat in the house for this battle. They spread out, each taking an individual line. Gordon will take advantage coming off the corner. Now, this race may stay physical all day long, particularly for the point contenders, because with three races to go, there's nothing to lose. you got to get up there and finish top five if you're going to stay in the chase. Still a good scramble up there over in turn two. Harvick gets into Gordon, drives him out the racetrack. Sadler comes in there, 3-1, and smoke is boiling between Harvick and Gordon on the back straightaway. Serious contact made between Jeff Gordon and Kevin Harvick, but everybody comes out of it. Now Elliot Sadler tries to take advantage. He leads on Jeff Gordon, gives him a pop. Gordon struggles for control of the DuPont Chevrolet, and he gets it, but Elliot Sadler gets the position. Elliot Sadler picks up the spot. That now a four-race battle with Jeff Gordon in the mix. Casey Mears in there, too, underneath Harvick. Here they come back into the corner. Mears dives down low. Harvick goes topside. Now it's Mears gets a fender up alongside Gordon, and Harvick is practically pushing Gordon onto the back straightaway. Casey Mears gets the good run off of turn two. Now he's falling back just a bit as Jeff Gordon tries to settle down in the seventh position. Again, he goes wide. Makes slight contact with Kevin Harvick. Jimmy Johnson now part of this mix, as well as Joe Nemechek. There are six cars locked up in that confrontation we're talking about. Casey Mears just bowls his way through the middle of it and gets away from everybody for the moment moves up into seventh place. It's not over. They go back to two. Jeff Gordon will grab the spot. Harvick goes wide. Here's Jimmy Johnson. He'll take a spot away from Harvick on the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon looks in his rearview mirror and perhaps sees a friend in Jimmy Johnson. He needs one as he's fallen from the sixth spot to the eighth position over the last two laps. Johnson dueling with Kevin Harvick for that eighth spot. Now he works over his boss. Jeff Gordon knows the tail off turn four. 
Johnson makes the pass, gets by Kevin Harvick's car, and now they stack up behind them. Matt Kenseth pulls down to the inside of Jamie McMurray in turn one. Charges hard coming down into turn one. First the pass on Nemechek. Now here's Kenseth going to work on McMurray while Johnson tries to make the move on Gordon. Tight pack of six cars racing from seventh on back. Here comes the move by Jimmy Johnson to the inside of Jeff Gordon. He finishes off the deal into turn three. So it's Jimmy Johnson seventh, Jeff Gordon the eighth spot. They are beginning to settle down just a little bit right now as they work out of the corner. Tell you another car that is quick. Joe mentioned a moment ago Casey Mears breaking out of the pack and getting his way up to the front. He's about as quick as anybody. He's all, all the way up to sixth position. He's off turn two. Casey Mears comes off turn two. Five car lengths in hand over Elliott Sattler and in the sixth position on the back straightaway. Charity Mears starts his way through the dog leg and into turn three. Right behind him now is Elliott Sadler. Closing the gap there is Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, and others. Kevin Harvick still stuck in the outside lane, and that's costing him big time. He continues to lose spots. Now as McMurray goes underneath him and makes the pass, other cars as well trying to get by as Harvick apparently is having some handling problems with his machine. From the Phoenix International Raceway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. We're at lap 31 here in Phoenix, Arizona. The NASCAR Nextel Cup Series today running the Checker Auto Parts 500. Ryan Newman started on the bud pole here this afternoon and still shows the way. That lead was about two and a half seconds. Now it's down to 2.1 seconds over Casey Kane. Dale Earnhardt Jr. starting to close in from third. Brian Vickers has the fourth spot. And Tony Stewart starting to close in on him from the fifth position. Let's take you further back in the field here. Running in sixth right now is Casey Mears. Jimmy Johnson is seventh. Elliott Sadler eighth. Jamie McMurray ninth. And Matt Kenseth is now tenth. Greg Biffles worked his way up to 11th. Jeff Gordon is 12th. Joe Nemechek is 13th. Kurt Busch is 14th. And Jeff Green is in 15th. 16th is Kevin Harvick. 17th is Mark Martin. 18th is Robbie Gordon. 19th, Rusty Wallace. And in 20th now, Bobby Labonte. Scott Riggs is 21st. Jeff Burton is 22nd. Jeremy Mayfield, 23rd. Johnny Sauter, 24th. And Ken Schrader is in 25th. 26th is Ricky Rudd. John Andretti's 27th. Bobby Hamilton Jr. runs 28th. Mike Wallace, 29th. Sterling Marlin is 30th. Carl Edwards is 31st, Michael Walter 32nd, Ward Burton's 33rd, Dale Jarrett's back to 34th, Kyle Petty shows 35th, Terry Labonte 36th, Scott Wimmer 37th, Kevin LePage has gone a lap down, he's back in 38th, Brendan Gaughan is 39th, 40th is Hermie Sadler, 41st Morgan Shepard, 42nd Randy LaJoy, and one car has gone to the garage area, and that would be Todd Bodine. Talking about Dale Earnhardt Jr. and how he is reeling in the leader, Ryan Newman, his advantage right now for Ryan is a little over four seconds, and Earnhardt Jr. has been turning anywhere from a tenth to a couple of tenths uh, quicker every lap around this racetrack, and if he can maintain that, he should be able to get up there and maybe have a challenge for the lead. He's trying to reel in Casey Kane right now. He's a couple of seconds back of Casey. Let's check in on the Jeff Gordon situation. He's uh, currently shown back there in the 13th position, was picking up some spots for a while, but it's kind of uh, hit the brick wall for the time being now. Winston Kelly's in his pit. Well, it's all about handling. It's loose getting in, loose off and tight in the middle, meaning the car won't rotate through the center. So he's got all kind of handling problems on the DuPont Chevy. They've had handling problems 
the last couple of weeks seem to continue to plague them as they've fallen back just a little bit. So they're looking forward to that first pit stop where Robbie Loomis and the guys can make some adjustments to the machine. Two of the fastest cars out there gaining positions would be Earnhardt Jr. He started back in 14th position. He's worked his way up to third right now. And another quick car here at Phoenix this afternoon, that's Greg Biffle. Greg started in 23rd position. Last time we looked, he was up to 12th. Now he's picked up another spot. He's moved into 11th, so they've got their cars dialed in pretty good. And Mike Bagley, as they work through turns one and two over there, it looks like about half the field's being able to stay at the bottom of the racetrack. The other half is having to go out toward the wall. Yeah, Barney, we're starting to see a case of the have and the have-nots as far as the chassis department is concerned. The haves are able to keep their car down low, and the have-nots are trying to find any piece of real estate that they can find. Seeing a lot of drivers skate up the racetrack and chase that race car up towards the outside wall and try to hold that thing down to prevent from collecting the wall off turn two. But we're definitely seeing a lot of drivers struggling early on here with only 38 laps on the board. And Barney, it's the same case here at turns three and four. Guys like Ryan Newman and Dale Earnhardt Jr. who are able to keep it on the bottom, they are having a great afternoon. The guys that are struggling are Jeff Gordon and Kevin Harvick in particular. He keeps sliding out wide, trying to diamond off the corner, but I'm sure he'd much rather keep it on the bottom. Kevin Harvick looking at the beginning of a very long afternoon. Got a race for fourth starting to shape up a little bit. Brian Vickers has the spot now. Tony Stewart starting to pick his way around some lap traffic and is closing in up in turn two. He's got about four car lengths to make up now. Brian Vickers leading Tony Stewart onto the back straightaway as that fight for fourth begins to tighten up. Tony Stewart, another one of those drivers enjoying the handling so far in the early going at Phoenix, closes the gap to Brian Vickers, making about two, now almost a car length and a half. And Stewart continues his pursuit of Brian Vickers. Tony Stewart's got a good race car and he's got a lot of miles under his belt here at this racetrack right now. He is on the charge up in fifth position. And Joe, you know, everybody talked all weekend about after what happened in Atlanta, the different situations up there that affected some of the top contenders for the next Hell Cup, that we'll see everybody racing conservative, kind of playing a coup here. Boy, that went out the window the first lap. Tell you what, they are digging hard out there. Dale Hart Jr. trying to make up for his problems last week in Atlanta. He's just picked up the second spot, chasing down Casey Kane, and now he runs behind Ryan Newman by three and a half seconds. Motor Racing Network here with live coverage of the eighth race of the chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. Ryan Newman, of course, one of the contenders in the chase for the Cup. And, Barney, this has been a very uncharacteristic year for Ryan Newman, especially after what we saw from him last year with eight victories. Now, of course, he's won qualifying a heck of a lot of times, yeah. nine times, as a matter of fact, but only twice going to victory lane in 2004. Yeah, I was looking at uh, the fact that he had won nine Bud, Bud Poles and has yet to take the car to victory lane from any pole position start. Usually, if you can stay at the front of the field up there for the better part of the day and, and qualify well up front. He's just not been able to capitalize on all those good qualifying runs. Having a pretty decent run here this afternoon, however. He is already, a moment ago, he was about a two full seconds ahead of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Now, Dale Jr.'s cut it down to 1.5, and Jr.'s getting quicker, and Ryan's getting a little bit slower. Tell you who else is coming on strong is Tony Stewart. We talked about him a moment ago. Tony got around Brian Vickers to drop him back to fifth, and Tony moved up into fourth. And the leader, Ryan Newman, is caught the tail end of the field. He's already put some good cars a lap down. He just went around Dale Jarrett a few minutes ago. Dale's back in 34th position, but now he's gone a lap down. Kyle Petty's a lap down. Scott Wimmer is. Terry Labonte, Kevin LePage, and Brendan gone to give you an idea of just how quick he's getting around here, and we're just barely coming up on 50 laps. He's got a heck of a lot of traffic just ahead of him now as he works over into turn number four. Pulls up behind Bobby Hamilton Jr., the Tied Chevrolet. Got other cars he'll have to deal with. Once he passes him, there's a group of about six or eight directly ahead up in turn one. 
Mike Bagley. Got a lot of lap traffic directly ahead. He puts Randy LaJoy a lap down on the back bumper of Bobby Hamilton Jr. He's closing in on Morgan Shepard, Ward Burton, and others on the back straightaway. Ryan Newman will now try to play a game of hide-and-seek from Dale Earnhardt Jr., but it may not be working. Dale Earnhardt Jr. picking his way through the traffic a little bit cleaner, a little bit better than is Ryan Newman. Newman maintains the lead, however, off the corner. Dale Jr. picked up about two-tenths of a second on Ryan Newman. Part of that is the fact that Ryan is hung up behind some of that traffic that he's trying to put a lap down. Let's watch that over in turn two. Ryan Newman forced to the high side of the racetrack. He's trying to pass the car of Bobby Hamilton Jr. While at the same time, Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes to the top of the racetrack and passes Dale Jarrett's lap car on the back stretch. Ryan Newman does clear Bobby Hamilton Jr. puts him one lap down. Dale Earnhardt Jr. passed two machines on the back stretch. And now only Bobby Hamilton Jr. stands between Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the leader. Ryan talked yesterday, Ryan Newman that is, about why it is he's been qualifying so well, but not racing so well. I, I can't, I, I don't think that there's a specific weakness or weaknesses. I think it's some of it's just variables. So we've had some poor luck. Um, you know, thinking back to Charlotte when uh, the first, I think it was the first or second of the polls started uh, the, of these last four. Um, yeah, the first of the four polls in the last four races we had a car that was potential capable of, plenty capable of winning and uh, got caught up in the wreck with Brendan and Jimmy Spencer there, me and Mark Martin did. Um, you know, that was the first race. The second race we were running third and got beat out of the way for second and had to do running with Rusty at Martinsville. Um, you know, Atlanta, we, uh, we struggled with the balance a little bit. Um, had to go come in and pit for a tire that was out of balance. Uh, which was kind of shocking, but um, you know, just outside variables that sometimes you just can't can't eliminate or get around. And um, hopefully, we don't run into those types of things this time. Ryan is currently seventh in the championship point standings, 126 out of the lead, and says yes, he is still in the chase. Yes, we're definitely in the chase um, mathematically. As I said, the last two years, as long as we have mathematical chance, um, consider us in. Um, is it a long shot? I wouldn't say it's a long shot, but we're not going to be. Uh, um, I was going to use a golf analogy, but I don't, don't know enough about the clubs. <laughs> um, we're, you know, we're not, we're not out of it, but we're not, uh, you know, I won't say we're in it, but we, we, um, we, we still have a chance, and that's all that I ask for. And, of course, if he wins today, wins next week at Darlington, wins at Homestead Miami Speedway, and the six guys in front of him have some bad luck, like many of them did last week in Atlanta, he could very well be a contender and maybe the champion this year. Yeah, the way things have changed in the last few weeks, anything can happen. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Let's pick up Dale G uh, Earnhardt Jr. right now as he's trying to run down Ryan Newman. He was about almost a second and a half behind a moment ago. He's chopped it down now to maybe 8 to 10 car lengths. And Ryan's got about oh, 12 or 14 cars. He's got to thread his way through. Dale Jr. should be able to catch him. There's no traffic between himself and Ryan Newman. They go to turn two. Ryan Newman closing in on Sterling Marlin, Ward Burton, Michael Waltrip, John Andretti, and a host of others. That's allowing Dale Earnhardt Jr. to close in on the race leader on the back stretch. Absolutely no lap cars between the leader now and Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Jr. is able to put half his car inside the yellow line in the apron. He's handling that well. He continues his pursuit of Ryan Newman. This 
traffic that Newman's going to have to negotiate his way through should help Dale Earnhardt Jr. Some pretty good cars up there, first of which, as Mike said a few moments ago, Sterling Marlin. There's Ryan Newman not able to initiate a pass on Sterling Marlin, and here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. Four car lengths back as they head to the back straightaway. And there is plenty of traffic now in front of Ryan Newman as he still has not gotten around the car of Sterling Marlin. There'll be Ward Burton, Michael Waltrip, John Andretti, all those cars in front of the leader as now Dale Jr. cuts it down to half a car lane. Yeah, Dale Jr. is right there. All he needs to do now is get up there, and if Ryan makes any kind of a mistake, he will have a shot at grabbing the lead. He's going to try on the outside going into turn number one this time. Charges hard coming into the turn. He's in the outside lane. Now sweeps it back in line right behind Ryan Newman. They are one car length apart. One and two. Ryan Newman and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Three the dog wagon into turn three. Again, lap traffic frustrates Ryan Newman just a little bit. This time Jr. will look to the high side. Does not have enough power to get around the outside of Ryan Newman. Plus the car Sterling Marlin is occupying that outside lane, so he saw he couldn't make up any ground there anyway. Cross the start-finish line. Headed at turn one. Junior's on the move down low. Opens the inside lane. Newman slides up. Marlin slides up right in front of Newman. Newman is trapped in traffic, and Earnhardt is there. He'll take the lead off turn two. This would be the pass for the top spot, and Junior does close the deal out of the dog leg. Ryan Newman is now in the second spot. He'll try to tail Dale Earnhardt Jr. right in his tire tracks. But Dale Jr. goes to the inside of Sterling Marlin. Slight contact made there. Tell you what, Dale Jr.'s got a race car. He can drive just about anywhere he wants to. He is putting it a foot or two below the white line. That's how good the car is in the corner. Plus, now let's see what he can do with all that traffic directly ahead. He's underneath Sterling Marlin in turn two. Starts the pass. Here's Ryan Newman, though, on his back bumper as they are in lap traffic on the back stretch. Sterling Marlin proving to be a bit of a tough customer up the back straightaway, but finally the top two drivers clear the lap car of Sterling Marlin. But there's still plenty of traffic up ahead for the two leaders. Of course, Ryan Newman didn't want to give up the lead, Barney, but really because they're dealing with all this heavy traffic, it might have been the best favor in the world that Junior could do for him because now Junior's a guy that's got to cut his way through the traffic. Yeah, he's the linebacker right now. He's opening up the holes, and all Ryan Newman's got to do is just stay on his bumper and go with him as he passes some of this traffic and puts more cars a lap down. They go to third, turn three. Dale Earnhardt Jr. doing all the work for Ryan Newman. We'll see how that works out. First, Junior pulls up alongside Ward Burton. He puts him a lap down. He'll work over John Andretti and Michael Waltrip over the next lap. Here they come working off turn four, back down to the start-finish line. Junior works his way to the inside of Ward Burton's car, and Ryan Newman goes with him down to the inside of turn number one. Checking some of the guys, a movement throughout the field so far. Kevin Harvick has lost 20 spots in the first 62 laps. Jeff Gordon has lost seven spots. Joe Nemechek has fallen back 13 spots. The big gainer so far, Dale Earnhardt Jr., now leading. He's picked up 13 spots from the start of today's race. Matt Kenseth has gained eight positions, and championship point leader, Kurt Busch has picked up 17 spots. Dale Jr. leads. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. 
Pace truck is on pit road. Field comes out of turn number four. Green flag goes in the air. And again, they'll race off to turn number one. Let's see if Dale Jr. after that pit stop is as strong as he was before the pit stop. He leads him down to turn one. Ryan Newman sticks right with him. Back he may try to challenge him on the outside, Mike. Ryan Newman's going to go to the top of the racetrack, trying to get the lead. Not going to work. Earnhardt hangs on to it off turn two. Dale Jr. trying to block the efforts of Ryan Newman as they come through the dogleg and into turn three. They are nose to tail, shadowing each other, riding the roll low line. Right behind him in third is Casey Kane, first person four. Got some slower traffic just ahead. They'll have to pick their way by that machine. That's Morgan Shepard, who rides right in front of Earnhardt Jr. He pulls over Earnhardt, and Newman go to the outside lane of one. They change the lanes, go to the high side of the racetrack. Earnhardt's pulling away. Four car lengths between the top two and the dog leg. What a difference off of turn two as Dale Jr. now opens up a lead of about five car lengths over Ryan Newman. Third is still Casey Kane, feeling the heat now from Kurt Busch as he closes the gap in the fourth spot. Dale Jr. continues to put more daylight between himself and Ryan Newman, the second-place car, as he hits the front straightaway. Ryan right now may have his hands full here very shortly with Casey Kane. Casey's been right on his rear end for the last five laps as they go over to turn two. Ryan Newman only has a half a car length over Casey Kane. Kane has three car lengths in hand over Kurt Busch. This is the battle for second off two. Ryan Newman under serious attack from the dodge of Casey Kane. They ride it nose to tail into turn three. Newman washes up just a little bit high, but still keeps it down low enough to block the efforts of Casey Kane for the moment. Kane just not pushing the issue right now. Stays on the rear deck of Ryan Newman's car, but now going into turn one. Does start looking down to the inside for a chance to make a pass. Tries the east out of the inside lane. Now changes lanes. Goes back to the top. Then falls back in line. He's on Ryan Newman's back bumper in the dog leg. Through the dog leg they go in approaching turn three. It speeds at over 160 miles an hour. Here comes Ryan Newman. Slower traffic could play a part. And it's Hermie Sadler right in front of Newman. We'll see how Casey Kane plays it. In a moment, Newman still has to clear Hermie Sadler. And again, Dale Earnhardt Jr. gains a little more ground the last couple of laps around. He's pulled away now by about a quarter of a straightaway, but Ryan Newman doing everything he can to keep Casey Kane back there as he tries to hold on to second place. Ryan Newman trying to go to work on Dale Earnhardt Jr. while at the same time trying to hold off Casey Kane as they head down the backstretch. And the two-car fight for second could soon be a three-car battle as Kurt Busch has joined the party. It is Ryan Newman in second. Right behind him, looming large in the mirrors is Casey Kane, and behind him, Kurt Busch. Yeah, Kurt Busch is closing in. I think that's why Casey Kane decides he better wait and be a little more uh, selective in when he makes his move because he knows if he goes one way, Kurt Busch is liable to go the other. Three-man fight for second comes to turn two. Kurt Busch starting to close in on Casey Kane. Three car lengths apart this time by. All of this action happening about 15 car lengths behind your leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr., still handling as well as he was in the early going. Here comes Ryan Newman through turn four. Casey Kane and Kurt Busch. That's still a three-car fight for second place. Ryan Newman has it. Casey Kane and Kurt Busch in striking distance. Fifth back there is Matt Kenseth. Tony Stewart's getting close to him. Back in, in seventh would be Jimmy Johnson. Eighth is Greg Biffle. Greg's continuing to move up. Jimmy McMurray has lost a spot or two. He's back to ninth, and Casey Mears is tenth. The leaders go over to three. Coming into turn three, it is still Dale Jr. enjoying quite a pad over Ryan Newman. Doesn't look like Casey Kane or Kurt Busch for the moment can make an impression on second-place man Ryan Newman. Check the championship point standings as of this moment here at Phoenix this afternoon. Kurt Busch leads now by 73 points over Jimmy Johnson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. by leading has picked up two spots in the championship point standings. He's third, 73 points out of the lead. Jeff Gordon is in the fourth position. He's dropped one spot. Martin Martin. Martin has also lost a position. He's in fifth. Tony Stewart is sixth. Seventh is Ryan Newman. Eighth is Matt Kenseth. Ninth is Elliott Sadler. And Jeremy Mayfield is tenth. 
And as of this moment, he's mathematically eliminated from drivers who can win in the chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. That's the standings as of this moment, lap 91 here in Phoenix. Jamie McMurray and Casey Mears have been having a pretty good scramble back there for ninth position. That's been one of the best races on the speedway. Back, why don't we take you back through the top 25 real quick. Earnhardt Jr. leads, Ryan Newman second, Casey Kane is third, Kurt Busch is fourth, and Matt Kenseth is fifth. That's at lap 91. At sixth is Tony Stewart, Jimmy Johnson would be seventh, Greg Biffle is eighth, Jamie McMurray ninth, and Casey Mears is tenth. Elliot Sadler is 11th, Mark Martin's 12th, Brian Vickers is 13th, Jeff Gordon's 14th, and Bobby Labonte is 15th. Jeff Green's having a decent day. Jeff is 16th. 17th is Robbie Gordon. 18th is Jeff Burton. Scott Riggs is 19th. And Joe Nemechek is 20th. Rusty Wallace is 21st. 22nd is Ricky Rudd. Carl Edwards is up to 23rd. Mike Wallace doing a good job of keeping that car on the lead lap here this afternoon. That is the Larry McClure racing team. Mike's up in 24th position and still on the lead lap with it. And 25th is Jeremy Mayfield. Running in 26th now is Michael Waltrip. 27th is Ken Schrader. 28th is Kevin Harvick with Johnny Andretti 29th. And Terry Labonte runs 30th. 31st is Bobby Hamilton Jr. 32nd is Sterling Marlin. 33rd to Ward Burton. 34th is Dale Jarrett. 35th, Scott Wimmer. Kevin LePage is 36th. Kyle Petty is 37th. Johnny Sauter is 38th. Brendan Gaughan shown in 39th with Randy LaJoy 40th. 41st to Morgan Shepard. 42nd, Hermie Sadler. And only one car is out of the race now. That is Todd Bodine. Lap 94 on the board. We're currently showing 27 cars still on the lead lap. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s lead is now 3.1 seconds over Ryan Newman. Not a whole lot of change there. Kurt Busch is up to the third position. Casey Kane fourth and Matt Kenseth rides in fifth. Jimmy Johnson is sixth. Greg Biffle seventh. Tony Stewart eighth. Jamie McMurray ninth. And tenth is Casey Mears. And Barney, you know when they practiced and qualified here Friday in uh, the practice sessions here on Saturday afternoon at uh, Phoenix, the weather conditions were considerably different. Today, as we talked about, we had rain early this morning. It's been very overcast today and very much cooler today than either Friday or Saturday. Yeah, this racetrack should be completely different today weather-wise than what it was as far as the handling on the speedway than it was Friday and Saturday. But as good as these teams are to adjust to whatever conditions prevail at the time, usually when they make a pit stop, they make a chassis change, do whatever they need, and get their driver back in the hunt. Right now, everybody's doing a pretty good job. There are still some cars that will be looking to make a few more adjustments to get them to stay at the bottom of the racetrack and uh, run a little bit better than they are right now. One of those would be Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd would be another, and certainly Kevin Harvick. You know, you watch Kevin Harvick every week, and, and I've said this before a couple of times on him. He's a heck of a race driver. He's with one of the best uh, car owners and teams in the business. It just seems like if, if he's going to have a problem, his problem will be not being able to keep the car down low in the turns, whether it's a short track, a big track, or whatever. It, it's just, it's, a, it's amazed me that they haven't been able to cure that problem. Maybe because he just drives it so hard. He's one of those young that drivers who, yeah, really pushes it to the limit and uh, maybe still trying to get that chemistry just right between himself and his crew chief and his crew on what kind of setup they need at different racetracks. He's not had a very stellar year, and, of course, he's a guy we thought would be a contender for the championship and, of course, didn't even make it uh, into the final top ten in the chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. Started off pretty good today, started slipping a little bit, and now he's wound up uh, back uh, off the lead lap, back in the 28th position. Oh, Not trouble off the day. end of the front straightaway. Matt Kenseth has a problem. He loses the tire coming into turn number one and almost loses control of the car. The tire casing now rolling down the end of the front straightaway, and Matt Kenseth has a problem with a left rear tire. 
tire off the end of the front straightaway. And that will bring out the yellow flag for the second time this afternoon. Caution is out at lap 104. Back to turn two. Barney, the tire casing just came loose on the Matt Kenseth car and came totally away and slapped the inside wall. Matt almost lost control of his machine, but a heads-up piece of driving prevented him from collecting the concrete down here at the corner. But a big old hunk of tire casing sits crossways to the racetrack right in the middle of the groove here at the entrance to turn one. Matt Kenseth will bring his car on to pit road. Let's cover his stop. And as he comes down, Barney, we talked about the fact that it was the left rear tire obviously giving way, so he brings that DeWalt Ford down the pit lane, was running in the fifth position when that particular incident happened. They go to work immediately on the left side. A little bit of damage, it looks like, maybe on the left rear of his machine. Put left side tires on. He'll pull away. I would expect he will revisit pit road as the caution continues. A little bit of damage on that left rear fender, nothing major, and Kenseth has pulled away. Pit road is closed for everybody else as they Worked their way here across the start-finish line and back into turns one and two. Likely we will see pit road open the next time around. Again, this is the way they run the top ten as they get ready if they make the pit stops. Earnhardt Jr. is the leader. He has been very strong all day long. Ryan Newman second. Kurt Busch has gone uh, gotten up to third. He's got a very strong race car. Casey Kane is fourth. Jimmy Johnson is fifth. Greg Biffle is sixth. Tony Stewart would be seventh. Jamie McMurray eighth. Elliott Sadler ninth. And Casey Mears tenth. Rest of the top 15, Mark Martin's 11th, Brian Vickers is 12th, Jeff Gordon's 13th, Bobby Labonte is 14th, and Jeff Green is 15th. And the attrition rate been low thus far. We're yeah. 106 laps into the 312-lap event, and Todd Bodine is the only car out of the event. Just talking about the championship contenders, of course, Matt Kenseth is one of being the defending uh, series champion. Things have not been going well for him as of late. Had engine problems last week at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, and now having uh, the tire come off, uh, the casing coming off the wheel here, going off into turn one. Again, that's got to set him back a good bit. And as uh, Barney said, he was running fifth at the time. So very, very costly for Matt Kenseth. Fortunately, though, he did not hit the wall or anything, was able to get back out on the racetrack. And after some more adjustments, we'll have a chance to maybe make up some for that. You can hear the cars back on the racetrack. They'll run a number of laps here before we get the track completely dry and hopefully soon be back under the green flag at the Checker Auto Parts 500. Back under the green flag at Phoenix International Raceway. The field heads off to turn three. It's a three-car fight up at the front. Elliott Sadler leading the field into turn three. Jeff Gordon is second. Brian Vickers at third. They head off turn four. They come off turn four, hit the front straightaway. Now the front three changed only two tires. Took a gamble. Let's see if it's going to pay off. It certainly has for the moment for Elliott Sadler. He's pulling away by a couple of car lengths. Here they come back into turns one and two. Jeff Gordon getting held up while Ryan Newman has a problem. He is off the pace just a moment. Coming off turn two, bottles the field up, headed to three. Elliott Sadler has the lead. Elliott Sadler with just a two-car length lead over Jeff Gordon in the second spot. It is Ryan Vickers in third. Heavy left traffic for the leader. Ryan Newman still slow, working his way through turns three and four. He is coming onto pit road, the pole sitter for today's race, having a problem. We'll follow up there in a moment. Meanwhile, the field is in turn two. Elliott Sadler, four car lengths in hand over Jeff Gordon. Gordon has two over Vickers as they've cleared the lap traffic on the back straightaway. Elliott Sadler trying to pull away from the rest of the field. Jeff Gordon won't won't let it happen. Brian Vickers filling his mirrors to the top three, clear the lap traffic. They roll back to the start-finish line. Again, Elliott Sadler leads them across about four or five car lengths ahead of Jeff Gordon, Brian Vickers, and Robbie Gordon. Ryan Newman has taken his car down to his pit. Let's go there now. It's a right front tire that was cut down. The crew changes the right side tires, but not in time to keep Ryan Newman from going a lap down. 
Costly uh, cut tire for Ryan Newman is going to put him a lap down. Let's grab the battle for the lead coming off turn number four. Elliott Sadler about two to three car lengths ahead of Jeff Gordon. Jeff's doing everything he can to just stay with him right now. Double in turn four is John Andretti. He lightly slapped the wall. He got it spun. Rear end damage to the right machine and Andretti able to keep it going. Caution flag will be displayed for John Andretti, running back in about the 34th position. That brand-new race team, this is only their third time out of the box. Let's go back to Dan Hubbard. A bit of a solo half-spin on the part of John Andretti, right in the middle of turns three and four. Got it loose, tried to correct, tapped the wall with the right rear quarter panel. There's some damage there, but Andretti was able to keep his foot in the gas, and he has motored on and rejoined the field. Yeah, he's got a little damage, sheet metal damage, to the rear of the car and the right side of the car, but it has brought out the yellow flag for the third time this afternoon. And again, it comes out at lap 118. Very unlikely that we'll see anybody going on to pit road here because they were just in the pits a few minutes ago. Maybe some of the back markers back there who have nothing to lose might ease in on pit road, but uh, very likely everyone will stay out there. Bobby Hamilton Jr. will get the free pass as a result of the caution flag, so he gets added to the list of drivers who are on the lead lap. That'll give us 28 cars on the lead lap here at lap 119. Pace truck is leading them down the back straightaway. Elliot Sadler, Jeff Gordon, Brian Vickers, Robbie Gordon, and Earnhardt Jr. are the top five. Casey Kane, Greg Biffle, Tony Stewart, Jimmy Johnson, and Casey Mears make up the rest of the top ten as they get ready to go back to green. Thirteen winners this year. But that leaves an awful lot of guys that have not been to victory lane, and some of those are running up in the lead pack right now. Off turn four, pace truck going in behind the pit wall. Elliot Sadler about to bring him down to the line. Brian Vickers looks like to be the first car a lap down to the inside of the leader. He'll race with Elliot to see if he can get himself back as they go over to turn two. Not going to be able to do it. Elliot strong in the outside lane, bringing the field back through turns one and two. Car length in hand over Jeff Gordon as they head to the back straightaway. Top two are able to break away. Brian Vickers still having a problem turning the lap car of Terry Labonte. Now he does so into turn three. Robbie Gordon in that fourth spot into single file formation. The leader, Elliot Sandler now, a serious challenge from Jeff Gordon. Gordon dives to the inside of turn number four, pulls even with Elliot Sandler, dead even at the start-finish line. The race for the lead now closes in on some lap traffic in turn one. And a stack of three wide through turns one and two, and Jeff Gordon goes to the top of the leaderboard. Elliot Sandler falls in line behind him in second, and Brian Vickers in third. A definite bold move by Jeff Gordon around the outside of John Andretti. He took the lead away from Elliot Sadler. Brian Vickers still rising that third spot. He's trying to get around Andretti. He's bringing Robbie Gordon with him. Jeff Gordon was not having a good day in the first part of this race. Now, after a two-tire change, getting back out on the racetrack and getting track position, he is setting the pace for everyone else. Jeff Gordon, Elliott Sadler, Brian Vickers, top three, turn two. Here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. in fifth, trying to rumble out of the pocket. Can't do it. Lap traffic occupies the inside lane. Best fight on the racetrack right now is for the fourth spot. Robbie Gordon has it. Dale Jr. wants it. Casey Kane almost making it a three-car fight for that position. Robbie Gordon right in the low line off turn four. Ryan Newman recovered well from his problems there. There, the cut tire on his machine. He's currently shown one lap off the pace back in the 35th position. Long ways to go. 186 laps remain here at Phoenix. The leader, Jeff Gordon, and Dan Hubbard, he's checking out. He is pulling away, Joe, making about seven, eight car lengths over the second place man, Elliot Sadler, who's now getting a challenge from Brian Vickers. Vickers looking very strong lap after lap, able to close the gap between himself and Sadler. Still that hot race going on back there for fourth place as they hit the front straightaway. Trouble in turn four. Kurt Bruce is in a spin. Ryan
Brian Newman's involved. So too is Jamie McMurray, Mark Martin, and Ward Burton. Everybody hard on the binders. Lots of white smoke as the rest of the field picks their way through. I don't think any serious contact was made, but we had four, five, six cars in a spin here at the exit of turn four. Yeah, Joe Dimitrick drives through that. Mark Martin drives out of it. Hermie Sadler drives through it. Also, it looks like uh, Kevin Harvick was in that there. Kevin went sideways for just a moment, gets the car going. And looks like everybody will be able to drive away. Let's go back quickly to turn three. Boy, that was an amazing melee, and considering nobody hit the wall and nobody hit each other, it started with Kurt Busch, who was in the middle of a pack of six cars. He might have gotten some help from the back, but Ryan Newman, as Ryan Newman tapped him just a little bit, Kurt Busch was in a spin, and the melee was on. Everybody hard on the brakes, but again, everybody able to motor away. That would have been big. Pace truck about to move on to pit road. We're going back green flag racing at lap 132. That'll give us 180 laps remaining to be here. Field comes off turn number four. Green flag goes in the air. Jeff Gordon gets long gone. Going with him, Elliot Sadler, Brian Vickers, and Robbie Gordon. See if they can stay with him in turn two. They will be able to, and Ryan Newman with a bold move. Going to stack them three wide around Dale Jarrett and Robbie Gordon. They're going to stack them three wide again, coming to the back straightaway. Robbie Gordon trying to get around that lap traffic, and he does so. He sets his sights on third place man, Brian Vickers, who's chasing down Elliot Sadler. But the entire field is chasing down Jeff Gordon as he leads it off of turn four. Dale Jarrett working hard down to the inside lane. He's trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. Racing along there with Ryan Newman, trying to make up a lap. And Robbie Gordon, who's trying to advance. Robbie's running in fourth. And all this going on right in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. on the back bumper of Ryan Newman. Newman on the back bumper of Gordon as they head off two. Dale Jr. looks right, now left. He'll follow Ryan Newman through the dogleg up the back straightaway. Here comes Ryan Newman again to the inside of uh, Robbie Gordon, who has the fourth position. Robbie Gordon doesn't want that. He's trying to catch Ryan Newman determined to get himself in a position to get back on the lead lap. Earnhardt Jr. says he's got a quick car. I think I'll stay with him. Dale Jr. is hanging on to fifth place in turn two. Opens the inside lane. He's going for fourth. Fender up alongside Robbie Gordon. Completes the pass off turn two and now sets sail for the lap car of Ryan Newman. Robbie Gordon wasn't quite finished with Dale Jr., but finally Jr. locks down the deal into turn three. So it is nose to tail for that fourth spot as Gordon tries to open up the lead over Elliott Johnson, who's won the last three races in a row, is having problems. He's on pit road. And the crew going to go to work on the right side of the Lowe's Chevrolet to see exactly what the problem is. We're headed that way. Get your report here in just a second. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson gets service, quickly pulls back on the racetrack, but has lost at least one lap. His teammate Jeff Gordon shows the way. Elliott Sadler is second. Brian Vickers third now. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has moved by Robbie Gordon. He's up to the fourth position. Casey Kane also going by Robbie. He's in fifth. Robbie Gordon falls back in the sixth spot and is under attack there as they head off to turn one. Greg Biffle will sweep around, pick up the position. That is the sixth position that Biffle will take. Gordon falls in line in seventh. Two cars lengths of Tony Stewart who rides in the eighth spot. Greg Biffle has been picking him off one at a time all afternoon. He gets in front of Robbie Gordon and now he'll try to chase down Casey Kane and that would be the fight for the fifth position and Biffle was very strong off turn four. Front three run uh, single file with about four car lengths separating them Then there's two lap cars between third place and fourth and fifth. Pick it up again over in turn two. Dale Jarrett and Ryan Newman, those lap cars between third place Brian Vickers and fourth place Dale Earnhardt Jr. Even though they are lap machines, they are running on a pace with the leader, so that's going to be proved, proved to be very difficult for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Gordon has the lead. Elliott Sadler second. Brian Vickers at third. Jeff 
Gordon's lead is seven-tenths of a second over Elliott Sadler, not getting too far away. Brian Vickers, however, starting to close in from third. That would be the battle for the second spot. He's got two car lengths to make up. Elliott Sadler, unique line, hanging the car on the apron midway through turns one and two. Hangs on to the second spot for now. Flying up the back straightaway once again. Jeff Gordon continues to increase his lead, put it at seven car lengths. Elliott Sadler rides the low line through turns three and four in that second spot. Brian Vickers filling his mid. Hitting the front straightaway, Jeff Gordon continues to pull away, looking at this time to see what his advantage is. He's made it a little better than a full second over everybody else, Elliot Sadler being everybody else, and Brian Vickers right now, the two cars closest to him. Take you back through the field through the top 15 real quick. Earnhardt Jr. still fourth. Casey Kane is fifth. Greg Biffle is sixth. Robbie Gordon is seventh. Tony Stewart's eighth. Casey Mears is ninth. And Bobby Labonte is tenth. Let's go down to pit road. Well, it was a right front tire for Jimmy Johnson, just like Ryan Newman. The Goodyear engineers have swarmed over the tire. Not sure if it's a wheel problem, if he ran over something or not. They didn't see anything where he had run over something. But when we talked to Jeff Burton before the race, he said one of the changes that we expect with the cooler temperatures and the rubber washed off the track, the track's going to be tighter, going to get a a little bit more grip and we see a tire wear problem he said it's going to be on the right front so we've seen that with a couple of situations with ryan newman and jimmy johnson two of the guys in the chase for the cup field works back across the line heads into turn number one we took you back through the top 10 let's run you a little further back rusty wallace is back in 15th position. Let's see, in 11th now, Jeff Burton has picked up a, a position. Jeff Green is having a great day for him. Jeff is up in 12th. Matt Tenseth is 13th. 14th is Mike Wallace. 15th is Rusty. 16th is Kevin Harvick. 17th is Mark Martin. Bobby Hamilton Jr. is 18th. Jeremy Mayfield's 19th, and Michael Waltrip is 20th. Ken Schrader is 21st. Kurt Busch is 22nd. Scott Riggs is 23rd. Ricky Rudd's 24th. And completing the top 25 is Joe Nemechek. Carl Edwards runs on 26 now with Jamie. Trouble in turn four. Scott Riggs is in a spin. He locks it down. Everybody goes to the high side to avoid the spinning car of Scott Riggs. And boy, they, everybody gets by as Riggs made contact, slight contact with Kenny Schrader. And that will bring out the fifth caution flag of the afternoon again. Problem up in turn four. That's been a problem area today. Let's go back up there. Almost a carbon copy of the last uh, spin that we had here, Barney. This was just good, hard-nosed racing. Can't really fault any driver. Scott Riggs and Kenny Schrader going side-by-side in the exit of turn four. Riggs just got the short end of it, locked it down with plenty of white smoke. Everyone went to the high side this time to avoid Scott Riggs. He's able to refire and motor away. About 14 laps from the halfway point of the Checker Auto Parts 500. Radio live at Phoenix International Raceway along with Barney Hall. I'm Joe Moore, Mike Bagley, Dan Hubbard, Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Daniel Fry aboard for coverage of the Checker Auto Parts 500 going back under the green flag. Ryan Newman's on the tail end of the lead lap directly ahead of Dale Earnhardt Jr., the leader, Casey Kane, Greg Biffle, Tony Stewart, and Matt Kenseth try to stay with Dale Jr. over to turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. going to work on Ryan Newman, not having much success so far. One car length behind him as they head to the back stretch. Newman trying hard not to go a lap down to Dale Earnhardt Jr. They break away from the rest of the field. Casey Kane is in that second spot, and Greg Biffle has clawed, clawed his way up to the front and third. Earlier today, Jr. was chasing Ryan Newman. Then it was for the lead. Now it's for Newman trying to stay on the tail end of the lead lap. Jr. about two car lengths behind him in turn one. So far, so good for Newman. He is one car length, make it two out in front over Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. has a four car length lead over Casey Kane, and now Greg Biffle in third breaks free of some lap traffic. But it is Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the top spot with Casey Kane now closing up some ground in that second position. Greg Biffle in the third spot. 
Tony Stewart riding it forth with Matt Keswick on his heels. 151 laps go on the scoreboard. We are about five laps, six laps away from the halfway point as they head back off into turn number one. Carl Edwards took his car to the garage a little bit earlier and apparently is going to call it a day. He is being shown out of the event right now. He'll join Randy LaJoy and Todd Bodine. The leader heads for turn three. It is Dale Earnhardt Jr. for the moment. Ryan Newman is able to stay on the tail end of that lead lap. Dale Earnhardt right behind him. Casey Kane, Greg Biffle, and then Tony Stewart. Matt Kenseth right behind Tony Stewart. Matt looks like he's thinking about trying to make a move. He had a problem earlier this afternoon, has recovered nicely, and now he's on the charge in turn one. That's the battle for the fourth position. Stewart in fourth, a car length out in front of Matt Kenseth, who rides in fifth. They look back, they see a fast-closing Jeremy Mayfield from the sixth spot. Here they come, Jeremy Mayfield throwing through the dog leg. Right behind him would be Scott Weber. Jimmy Johnson is also there as well. In the top spot, you've got a Chevy, a Dodge, and a Ford occupying the top three positions. Kind of watching Jeff Gordon work his way in some traffic back in the pack. He went in as the leader on that round of pit stops. He came out running 12th. He's picked up a spot or two. I believe he has moved up uh, into ninth position. Oh, right trouble now. in turn one. Elliot Sattler hard into the outside wall here in turn number one. Smoke began flying from his Ford Taurus down the front straightaway. Could not steer the car coming into turn number one. And he has made hard contact with the right front of his car here at the end of the front straightaway. As we said, going to be a yellow day here. Six caution flag of the afternoon is out at lap 153. Back to turn two. Had to be a tire problem for Elliott Sadler Barney. It started midway down the front straightaway. Smoke began to billow from the right front when he got to the entrance of the corner. No brakes or no turning uh, capabilities. He plowed into the outside wall here in turn number one. Rode the wall about midway through the corner. Dropped down to the inside, but he has got a lot of damage on the right front of his M&M's pedigree for Taurus. Elliott Sadler, another one of the contenders in the chase for the Nextel Cup. And boy, this is the kind of luck he's had over the last several weeks. Elliott was running 13th when he cut the tire, apparently, and hit the wall up in turn number one. Cross flags displayed. We're halfway through the Checker Auto Parts 500 here this afternoon with Dale Earnhardt Jr. shown as the race leader. Cleanup still underway after Elliott Sadler's problem going up into turn number one, apparently cutting a tire. He slammed into the wall and did severe damage to the car. Let's uh, check in the garage. Danielle Fry is there. Well, they're surveying the damage to the right side of Elliott's M&M's and Pedigree Ford back here in the garage. Let's see if we can step in and see if we can get a word with Elliott. So let's make sure that he is okay. Elliot, are you okay? You slammed the wall pretty hard out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I didn't really hit that uh, hard, I guess, at turn one. I just, I guess either run out of room or uh, just got nudged a little bit, but uh, just flat-sided the car. Just a shame. Uh, it's tough uh, racing two and three wide uh, back, back there, but uh, just a big mistake on my part, uh, knowing when to race and when not to race. So, uh, uh, put us in a hole here. Hopefully we can fix it and get back out and get some points. You guys were on a, such a consistent roll there, and all of a sudden the past two weeks you've run into a string of bad luck. Yeah, uh, just uh, whether it's in the pits on the racetrack, we just, we've just we been having the bad luck the last few weeks. So uh, uh, just tough. It's tough to swallow, it's tough to live with, but uh, we, we'll keep doing the best we can. My guys are working their butts off. It's just a shame. Uh, but right there, I'm man enough to say I messed up. It's just uh, one of those deals taking the blame back here for uh, the accident that happened out there. Elliot Sadler back here in the garage, and they are working on this car to get him back out there. And Barney, because of the problem there, he's now fallen to 10th in the championship point standings. Jeremy Mayfield has moved up to 9th, and you recall Jeremy's been there in the 10th position over the last four or five weeks, so I guess uh, good news for him, if you could put it that way. Elliot, a total of 329 out of the top spot. And at the front of the pack, of course, it's Kurt Busch back in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. by 54 points. Jeff Gordon is now third, 75 out of the lead. Mark Martin is fourth. He's 109 back. And fifth is Tony Stewart. He's 131 back. 
Jimmy Johnson came in here second of the standings. He's fallen all the way back to the sixth position, and he's 135 out of the top spot. And we've still got almost a half a race left to run, so who knows what's going to happen before the checkered flag comes down. Three of the points contenders have had problems here today, as uh, Joe told you, Ryan Newman, Jimmy Johnson, and Elliot Sadler all uh, running out of the top 20 here at this stage of the race. Getting ready to go back to green. Field was just given the indication the green flag will fly when they come off turn number four. They'll chase Dale Earnhardt Jr. He seems to get stronger as the day goes on. Casey Kane is up to second, and the question continues on Casey every week. When is this young driver going to win a race? He's finished second a half a dozen times this year, just can't seem to get to victory lane. Greg Biffle very strong still. Greg is going to restart third. Tony Stewart's now up to fourth. Fifth is Matt Kenseth, Jeremy Mayfield, Kurt Busch, Michael Waltrip, Jeff Gordon, and Terry Labonte will make up the top ten. Green flag waving again here at Phoenix International Raceway, and the field comes pouring off turn number four with the Budweiser Chevy showing the way. It's Dale Hart Jr. trying to get away from Casey Kane and Greg Biffle. That's the top three racing off to turn one. Jimmy Johnson's going to stack up three wide right underneath Sterling Marlin and under Greg Biffle. Johnson's driving very hard, but Biffle will sweep out front of those two cars on the back stretch. Again, Jimmy Johnson just trying to get back onto the lead lap, not having much success as the top four cars pull away. Dale Earnhardt Jr. flies into turn three. Second place man, Casey Kane, giving hot pursuit. Tell you what, the way they've raced all day here at Phoenix, you'd think this was the final race of the season. They have not let up since they put him under green earlier today. Dale Jr. continues to pull away. He's putting more daylight on Casey Kane and Greg Biffle. Five car lengths out in front for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Another five back to Greg Biffle. Right in back of Casey Kane as they head down the back straightaway. It'll be Tony Stewart applying the pressure to the Ford of Greg Biffle. That would be the fight for the third position. Stewart looking very strong on the low line. Two turns three and four. Still chasing Bush back in the seventh position trying to catch sixth place Jeremy Mayfield all the while having to deal with a lot of heavy traffic. He swings wide to the outside of one car now trying to advance in turn one. Makes the pass around Johnny Sauter now goes to work on Scott Wimmer trying to catch Jeremy Mayfield. That would be the battle for the sixth position. Mayfield comes through the dog leg and now it approaches turn three. Right behind him would be Kurt Bush. That would be the fight. hardest racing is going on in this pack right now is in eighth position. That's where Michael Waltrip, Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, and Robbie Gordon all ride just about a foot apart as they go back into turn two. And they ride behind lap traffic running double wide at Scott Wimmer, Johnny Sauter side by side. Now they give way and Gordon makes the move down low. Jeff Gordon still has not cleared Wimmer however. They are wheel to wheel. Again, Wimmer is a lap machine. Michael Waltrip watching which way Gordon will go. Gordon takes his Chevrolet down low. Michael Waltrip tries to follow through. Closer to the front. Here's Jimmy Johnson diving underneath Tony Stewart. Now Stewart's running along in the fourth position. Jimmy Johnson still working to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. Driving very hard, coming into turns one and two, hanging the car down on the apron, trying to get every piece of real estate he can as he races off the corner. Just a few laps ago, Stewart was chasing down Greg Biffle for third. That is no longer the case as he's fallen off the pace just a little bit. Now Jimmy Johnson, trying to get on the lead lap, has gotten by Tony Stewart. Jimmy Johnson is a man on a mission right now as he comes out of turn number four. He's got a ways to go before he'll catch up to the other cars up there and see if he can get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. Let's pick him up over in turn two. Jimmy Johnson sets sail. He leaves a good battle for the fourth position. Tony Stewart looks back and sees Matt Kenseth closing in. They are nose to tail through the dog leg and into turn three. Again, that is the fight for fourth. Kenseth really applying the pressure. Look at the outside of Tony Stewart. That's getting it done the hard way. The moment Kenseth still rides in the fifth position. 
looks to the outside momentarily, thinks better of it because Tony takes him all the way up to the wall off turn number four. So he falls back in line, looks to the inside in turn one. Drives deep, coming into the corner. Here's Matt Kenseth, better up alongside Tony Stewart. Strong on the inside lane. Matt Kenseth goes to fourth. So perhaps the handling going away on the Home Depot Chevrolet as Stewart not as quick as he was on the restart. Meanwhile, it heats up up front as Casey Kane has caught Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, Casey's been right on his bumper here for the last couple of laps, just kind of sizing him up, maybe trying to see if there's a weakness going into the corner, whether it's in one or two or three or four. Let's watch that one over to turn two. Casey starts out by taking a wide line coming into the turn, but then diamonds the corner, dives down low, and stays with, stays with Dale Jr. on the back stretch. Casey Kane has managed to do what no one else has been able to do all afternoon, and that's get within a car length of Dale Earnhardt Jr. They are riding identical low line through three and four. Jr. leading Kane up the front stretch. Jr. comes off turn four, back to start finish, looking back two car lengths to Casey Kane. And Barney, a lot of folks said that if Casey's ever going to win a race, or at least when he does win it, it very well could come at Phoenix, because he's one of many drivers of the next Hell Cup series who have a lot of laps under their belts at this racetrack and other types of race machines. He said in the garage, uh, I believe he was talking to some media people down there yesterday, and I heard him say, you know, I like this racetrack. I've got a good feel for it, and my win could come here, but he said I can win at any racetrack, and that's very true. The way he's run, he could win anywhere, but right now, my golly, he looks awful good hanging in on the second place and staying with Dale Jr., the, the kind of car that Dale Jr.'s had all day long. If he can run with him, Mike Bagley, he's pretty quick. Yeah, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s been awesome all afternoon long, Barney, and right now, Dale Earnhardt Jr., it's as if he looked in the rearview mirror and saw that red Dodge closing in. Earnhardt's closed in, or actually pulled away, I should say, by about three car lengths, as if to keep Casey Kane at arm's length for now. Kane chops down the distance once again, though, coming off turn number four as they hit the start-finish line. Back to three car lengths, the separate from Junior to Casey Kane. Junior drives it in, working the inside lane of the racetrack and turns one and two. Casey Kane, one groove off the bottom, four car lengths behind the race leader on the back straightaway. Yeah, as soon as Casey Kane got to within a car length of Junior, Junior applied the gas just a little bit harder. He's trying to work a cushion between himself and Kane. He got it up to about two to three car lengths. Greg Biffle still in that third spot. Fourth is Matt Kenseth. Good fight for fifth between Tony Stewart and Jeremy Mayfield. Yeah, Tony's been driving the wheels off his car, trying to get up there and have a shot at leading some of this thing this afternoon. He heads off into turn number one. Let's pick him up and see what he can do. Tony Stewart's going to bring the Home Depot Chevrolet on the low line in turns one and two. Mayfield climbs the banking. They can't afford to waste any time because they've got Kurt Busch closing in from seventh. Tony Stewart in the Chevrolet. Jeremy Mayfield in the Dodge. Almost knows the tail in turn three as Mayfield drops the knee on the left tire inside the apron. Still trying to catch Tony Stewart. Still 141 laps to go in the Checker Auto Parts 500. As we get deeper into the screen flag run, Junior starting to check out. Separation nearly a full second. Back to second place, Casey Kane. Greg Biffle's third. Matt Kenseth is fourth. Jeremy Mayfield is fifth. And Kurt Busch is on the move again. He's gone by Tony Stewart. He's now up to the sixth position after having problems in a crash here earlier this afternoon. Tony Stewart rides in seventh. Eighth is Tony, uh, rather now Jeff Gordon is seventh. Tony Stewart is eighth. Robbie Gordon ninth. And Bobby Labonte is running in tenth. Go a little bit further back here at lap 178. Back in 11th position is Michael Waltrip. Kevin Harvick is 12th. Terry Labonte is 13th. Casey Mears is 14th. Jeff Burton is now up to 15th. Mark Martin is 16th. Jeff Green is having a good day. Jeff is 17th. Bobby Hamilton Jr. is 18th. Rusty Wallace is 19th. And Brian Vickers is 20th. Scott Riggs is 21st. Ryan Newman's all the way back there in 22nd. 23rd is Jamie McMurray. Joe Nemechek is 24th. And Dale Jarrett is 25th. And that's the way they run here at lap 179 with 133 laps to go. 
Dale Jr.'s strong suit all day. Well, actually, he's got two, Joe, I think. One is he can keep the car at the bottom of the racetrack, and he can move it up in the groove when he needs to to block a challenge to take the lead away from him. The other is, on long runs, his car does not fall off that much. It gets better, as a matter of fact. Yeah. We were just talking about the fact that Casey stayed with him for a while, and as we got into the run, Junior starts checking out once again. And Dan Hubbard, one of the things we notice over in turn four coming off that uh, position where you're out there, a lot of guys having trouble there. Junior's not had a problem all day long. That's right. I don't, nobody is running the Dale Earnhardt Jr. line. It's just that low. He's enjoying a great day. And now he's pulling away from Casey Kane, making about eight car lengths. If anyone else could duplicate that line, they might have a shot at Junior, but that's, that's just not the case at this point in the race. We got... Four cars showing in the garage area. Elliot Sadler is back there. Carl Edwards' machine is back there. They may try to get a couple of these back in the race. Not really sure, but Randy LaJoy has been out since lap 105, and we're at lap 181 right now. And Todd Bonine parked his car after 11 laps with a problem here this afternoon. So the attrition rate, despite the fact that we've had several spin-outs and some contact and some sheet metal been up, and some six caution flags here this afternoon. Uh, surprisingly, just about everybody's been able to continue, and the damage has not been that severe to send anybody to the garage area and put them out of the race. And still showing 29 cars on the lead lap out of the 43 that started today's race. Well past the halfway mark. We have 130 laps remaining. Jimmy Johnson has cleared everybody except Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Casey Kane. If you didn't hear earlier, Jimmy had a problem, cut down a tire, had to make an unscheduled pit stop. That cost him a lap. He has charged his way back through the field and now has two cars to pass before he can get back on the tail end of the lead lap and have a chance to contend here this afternoon. Of course, Jimmy coming off an incredible streak of three straight wins after a number of problems earlier in the season. He said really what made the difference in those three wins and the way his team turned around was just getting things rolling in the right direction. You know, it's weird when in any team, this happens to all teams, when one thing goes wrong, it just, it like, breaks a leg and creates all the other legs to start crumbling. And, you know, I, we look at Indy, we look at a, a Watkins Glen, the mistake I made, there just was, a you know, some things that came up that, we couldn't shake. We couldn't get rid of them. We'd go to the next week, go to the next racetrack, and something else would happen again. So, you know, it's hard to look back and say that we'd um, know what and why those things happen, but uh, we're just glad they're not around anymore. And every team goes through them. We went through them, and, and luckily we're back in this championship race. But, uh, you know, it, the way it was looking before, I thought we were out of it. So I'm just, just fortunate to have these other guys have some bad luck, too. He had fallen down to the ninth position, Barney, in the standings, and of course bounced back up to second coming into today race, but having problems now being a lap down, of course with plenty of time to make it up, he's currently in the fifth position in standings. Yeah, he can still be in the fight. Uh, he's going to lose a lot of points here today. There's no question about that. I assume he's going to because we only got 126 laps left, and even if you go a lap down with the three or four more pit stops that will be coming up here, at least a couple more anyway, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can get back on the tail end or on the lead lap and then get himself up there and maybe finish in the top 10 or 12 positions. Been watching a whale of a battle a little bit further back in the field at 17th position for the last seven or eight laps around. Mark Martin is locked up in that. So is Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, and Ryan Newman as they all go over to two. That's been the best battle on the racetrack, Barney. Rusty Wallace has won the battle for now. Now it's time for Mark Martin to race side-by-side -side with Brian Vickers. Fans have been getting their money's worth in this battle. These five cars have been literally racing within inches of each other, lap after lap. Rusty Wallace now breaks free of that pack. And still got Martin Vickers, two by two, off of turn four. 
racing there for the 18th position. Mark Martin trying to get by Brian Vickers. Jamie McMurray right alongside. And Ryan Newman back there, who now is on the lead lap, shown in 21st. Brian Vickers sweeps around Mark Martin. Now here comes Jamie McMurray. He'll use the outside lane to pull even with Mark Martin off turn two. Murray takes his dodge past the Ford of Mark Martin. Martin tries to fight back on the inside, but McMurray will close the deal into turn three. In fact, now McMurray rides that high side. He'll bring Ryan Newman along with him off the corner. And as we've said many times, the nice thing about NASCAR racing that makes it interesting, even if the scramble goes away for the lead sometimes or in the top four or five, you can always look back in the pack and find a whale of a race, and that's what we're watching right now between the group of cars we're talking about there, Rusty Wallace, Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, and Mark Martin. At the front of the field, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s lead gets bigger. One and six-tenths seconds ahead of Casey Kane now. Matt Kenseth is third. Greg Biffle is fourth. Kurt Busch has worked his way back up to fifth. Jeremy Mayfield is sixth. Jeff Gordon is seventh. Tony Stewart is eighth. And ninth is Robbie Gordon. And completing the top ten is Bobby Labonte. Now let's take a moment and update where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. Greg Biffle is shown in fourth. Kurt Busch is fifth. Tony Stewart is eighth. Bobby Labonte is in tenth. Michael Waltrip's eleventh. Kevin Harvick is twelfth. Jeff Burton is fifteenth. Dale Jarrett is twenty-third. Ricky Rudd is in twenty-fifth. Kyle Petty's 33rd, and Elliott Sadler out of the race in the garage. He's shown in 40th. That's a quick look at where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running at lap 190. I mentioned a few moments ago how the longer the green flag run went, the faster Dale Earnhardt Jr. got, and that is certainly proving to be true. He now leads by 2.2 seconds over Casey Kane. Matt a third. He's 3.9 seconds back. Fourth is Greg Biffle, a full five seconds back. And Kurt Busch is in fifth nearly six seconds behind the leaders. Should be seeing some pit stops coming up shortly. Let's check on the situation on several of these teams down on the pit lane. Let's take a sweep through the pits. Brought to you by Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR. Winston Kelly. Well, they're kind of spread out as far as when they came down pit road. We had a group of cars that came in on lap number 107. Those we expect to come in any time now. Then we had another group coming around lap 145. Among those on this end of pit road, Jeff Gordon, Elliot Sadler, who we've documented behind the wall, and Casey Mears. So they've got quite a while expected pit winner to be somewhere between 90 and 92 laps. So those guys shouldn't be in until lap around lap 235. Another group of cars came in on a pit stop around 156. Ryan Newman among those on this end of pit road. And then we've documented the problems that Jimmy Johnson had. He came in on lap 134 when he had a problem with the wheel that caused the right front tire to go down. So they're all kind of spread out on this end of pit road. But I'm thinking on the midsection of pit road, a lot of guys stayed out should be coming in anytime now. How about it, Adam? Well, the first guy's already pulled off the banking and made his pit stop. Lap 198 for the rookie, Casey Kane. Four tires, fuel, and a chassis adjustment to help what has been a tight handling race car. Other guys who were on the pit road the last time at 107, your leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Also, Tony Stewart was in at lap 107, and Greg Biffle. So those guys probably coming down the pit lane sometime in the next 10 to 12 laps to make routine service. Casey Kane going to be questionable, but I think some of these other guys that come in, this could be their final stop of the afternoon, depending on how the caution flags fall out. Danielle? Well, Kurt Busch, Adam, came in last on lap 129, and that was because he had made contact with uh, another car out there on the racetrack. They made the damage, they made the repairs to the right front of that car. Obviously, it's not affecting his performance as he has just moved into the third position. He's a little bit on the tight side. See Tony Stewart making his way down pit road. Jeremy Mayfield, he last stopped on 128, so 
Chevrolet. He too has complained of a tight race car, having a hard time getting it turned through the center. Wedge wrench in the right rear, four tires fuel, and Tony Stewart is away. We will see quite a few pit stops coming up very likely in the next 15 or 20 laps. I was surprised to see Casey Kane dive in there when he did. He was running in second position, so you know if he made a stop and to give up the second place, he certainly was, was due on pit road. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. in to make his schedule stop, and this will, this will come in at lap 2.03 as Dale Jr. eases down pit road. He's pitting all the way down toward turn number one. Going to take him a while to get down to his pit stall, and as soon as he gets there, we'll go down and pick up his uh, stop. Let's do that right now. Right side tire is going to go on the Budweiser Chevrolet. Going to make a chassis adjustment. First major adjustment of the afternoon. They turn the wrench one time at the right rear. Right side tires are on. Now they swing to the left side. As we said, going to be close on fuel. Perhaps the final stop of the afternoon. Left side tires on. And that bright red Budweiser Chevrolet has rejoined the field. His pit stop at lap 203. And now Greg Biffle will come down the pit lane. 204 for the man who's won here in both truck series and Bush Series competition. He, like many others, has set his race car handling tight, so he also will get a chassis adjustment. Right side tires are on. Chassis adjustment is made. Left side tires are on. Second can of fuel going in. They brush off the grill, and that National Guard Army Ford pulls away. Matt Kenseth is now the leader as he came back around when Dale Jr. went on to pit road. Kurt Busch is up to second. Jeff Gordon is still third. Jeremy Mayfield has now moved up to fourth. Robbie Gordon is fifth. Bobby Labonte, his best showing of the day, is up in sixth. Kevin Harvick is seventh. Michael Waltrip's eighth. Casey Mears ninth. And Jeff Burton make up the top ten. And very likely we'll see some more cars on pit road here shortly. It will also put Jimmy Johnson back on the lead lap because he only had Dale Earnhardt Jr. to pass before getting himself on the tail end of the lead lap. Jr. made his stop, and so Jimmy Johnson joins those on the lead lap. He's back in the 24th position. In case you didn't notice, earlier today we had a problem for a couple of the contenders in the championship chase. Ryan Newman cut a tire down, had to make an unscheduled pit stop. He's back on the lead lap right now. Back there running in... Uh, See if I can find him in the field in the 15th position. Kurt Busch was involved in a crash at one point, spun his car. He's now running in the second spot. And, of course, Matt Kenseth lost a tire early on, battled back to get on the lead lap, and he now is the race leader, although is uh, about to make his stop. Actually, Kurt Busch made a pass by Matt Kenseth, and Kurt now has taken over the top spot at lap 207. Kenseth falls to second. Jeff Gordon's up to third. Man, he's had a long day fighting an ill-handling car. They've made repairs. They've moved him up. He fell back in the field, had a bad stop at one point. Here he is in the third position when it really matters. Yeah, it really does. And they had struggled all day in the earth. Well, not all day. I'm going to say the first hundred laps. They were uh, way back in the pack trying to get up there to the front. They had to do quite a few uh, changes on pit road, as Winston Kelly told us a little bit earlier. A couple of two-tire stops, real quick stops, got him some track position out there. But he's had to fight for everything he has gained here all day long. But he knows he needs to do that because the time is running out if he's going to stay up there in the hunt for the, the uh, Nextel Cup. Let's run through the top ten before they make any more stops. Kurt Busch is now the leader. Kurt was just uh, determined to bounce back here this weekend as he has talked to quite a few people about that bad finish they had last week, losing an engine up at Atlanta. What, about 50? They'd run only 50-some yeah. laps, I think, before he went to the garage, and he lost a ton of points. He's determined to come back this weekend, and right now he's looking good. He is the leader. Matt Kenson second. Jeff Gordon third. Jeremy Mayfield fourth. Elliot Sanders has come out of the garage. The M&M's Ford going back there after crashing into the wall up at turn number one. Cut a tire early on in the race. He's 61 laps down. 
but of course trying to gain as much ground as he can in the championships points race and Jeremy Mayfield was on pit road a few moments ago let's cover his top actually he came in on lap 215 four tires and fuel for Jeremy Mayfield he was running in the top 10 quietly running he had made his way up he had started today in the 24th position and he worked his way up into the top 10 four tires fuel and a slight chassis adjustment and he is good to go the way Kurt Busch continues to set the pace right now, getting around the racetrack. He is one and one-tenth seconds ahead of Matt Kenseth. Jeff Gordon is third. He is about a second and a half behind the leader, Kurt Busch. Bobby Gordon's a full five seconds back, and Bobby Labonte's even further back in, in about six seconds. Bobby showing in fifth position. Carl Edwards came back out of the garage also. He uh, went to the garage and spent some time back there working on the car. He brought it back onto the racetrack along with Elliot Sadler. So two drivers that had problems now are back in the event, still in the garage area. Ward Burton, Morgan Shepard, Randy LaJoy, and Todd Bodine. Terry Labonte is now on pit road in front of Danielle. Four tires and fuel for Terry Labonte. He's been routine service all day. Just a slight air pressure adjustment. The only adjustments they have made to that car. His stop is now complete. Terry is running back in about the 25th position off the lead lap, not having a very good day here this afternoon at Phoenix International Raceway. Good battle going on for the second spot up in turn two. Here's Jeff Gordon out of the inside of the racetrack, makes the pass around Matt Kenseth. Kenseth just pulled over and let him go. Now it's Jeff Gordon's turn to track down Kurt Busch. So Gordon makes short work of Matt Kenseth for that second spot. Kurt Busch is up ahead by about 10 carlings, and there is lap traffic ahead for the leader, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch doing a great job. As we said, he was determined to bounce back here this weekend and put the team back in a position to win the next Tail Cup if he could do it. And so far, he's done exactly what he needs to do. They go back to one. Here's Kurt Busch. He's closing in on the lap car of Kevin LePage. He's got Brendan gone. Kyle Petty, Joe Nemechek directly ahead. See if that holds him up as Gordon tries to track him down on the back straightaway. Interesting that Kurt Busch caught Kevin LePage several laps ago but has not been able to get around him. And now Jeff Gordon in second place chops the distance down to about five carling. Bush is slowing down. He's headed for pit road. Here comes Kurt Busch coming on the pit road to make his stop at lap 221, giving up the lead, handing it over to Jeff Burton. Kurt Busch, the championship point leader, in for what could be his final stop of the afternoon. Let's cover it. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he will be able to go the distance. They're going ahead and jacking up the right side of the car, taking the right side tires off, putting fresh tires on. First can of Sunoco fuel goes in. They swing around to the left side. That goes underneath the car. Left side tires. for three or four seconds there trying to get the car fired up before he can get back onto the racetrack. And now Matt Kenseth is making his pit stop. Let's cover it. Last time that yellow and black DeWalt Ford was on pit road, Barney, 128. They come down here at lap 222. No major adjustments. Right side tires are on. They swing to the left side. Jack under the car. Left side tires going on. They wipe off the grill. Second can of fuel is in. He smokes the tires and pulls away. Matt Kenseth, another good stop. Any of these drivers pitting right now should be able to go the distance fuel-wise because Winston Kelly, I think the fuel window here is somewhere between 90 and 100 laps, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, that's exactly right, Barney. We've seen them stretch it just shy of 100 laps as long as 96, 97 laps, but uh, they generally come in around 95 laps. The pit board going out for Jeff Ford. The car very loose, as he told us, during the rain delay early on in the race. They've been able to get that thing tightened back up. So we look for Jeff Ford to come down pit road 
run here momentarily. He's coming to you right now. Weston Kelly halfway down the pit lane, making his way to you around that corner up in turn one. As we've talked about, there's a little bit of a hook, oh, we call it here on pit road, where they pit between turns one and two. Jeff Gordon in the next to the last pit stop. He comes to the attention of the Rainbow Warriors. They crank the car up on the right side Double of the machine. Double off of turn four. It's Terry Labonte. He is in a spin, slight tap to the inside wall, but Labonte brings it to a halt on the front stretch. Caution immediately on the speedway. Comes out here at lap 225. Terry Labonte's car is skidded across the racetrack, backed into the inside pit wall. Going to be some sheet metal damage to the right side and the rear end. Let's go back up to turn three. It was a solo spin by Terry Labonte, but it was prompted by two cars in front of him that got together. A little bit of smoke coming off those two cars in front of Terry Labonte. Labonte backed out of the throttle, locked up the brakes just a little bit. It was enough to send him into a spin. Again, slight front-end damage to the Terry Labonte machine. His brother Bobby Labonte had just taken over the top spot in the race after Jeff Gordon came down pit lane to make his stop. Bobby Labonte leads Robbie Gordon. Then you got Kevin Harvick, Casey Mears, and Rusty Wallace. Let's go back to Winston Kelly. Well, Jeff Gordon just completed his stop. It was a very routine stop for them. Uh, just under 15 seconds, four tires in fuel, made a slight chassis adjustment. But again, the handling coming around on the DuPont Chevrolet. When the spin came, they decided to keep him on pit road, go ahead and complete that four-tire stop rather than just do the two tires. They already had the right side up when the spin occurred, so they completed the stop, got him back on the racetrack, and it looks like, guys, he stayed on the lead lap. And Terry Labonte brings his car on the pit road. He will stay on the lead lap. Jeff Gordon will. So let's go down and cover the stop right now on Terry, see how bad the damage is. Well, heavy front-end damage uh, to the Kellogg's machine. He was just in on lap 218 for routine service. They're working heavily on the right side, trying to pull away that sheet metal, primarily around the right front end of that where he uh, hit the inside wall here at Phoenix International Raceway. And Terry Labonte sits idle here on pit road. Seven times this afternoon, we have seen the yellow flag here at the Phoenix International Raceway. The latest one coming out when Terry Labonte spun off turn number four into the straightaway and hit it, hit the car against the inside pit wall. Did uh, some damage to it, but he will be able to continue. number of guys, uh, this will be a perfect opportunity for them to uh, take advantage of the caution, come down the pit lane. They were waiting for the opportunity to come down the pit road. Again, some had made their stops, others had not. And based on what we've been talking about as far as the fuel window is concerned, from this point on with 85 laps to go. They should be able to make it safely to the end, at least on fuel. Here comes the leader, Bobby Labonte, Robbie Gordon, all the leaders coming down the pit lane. Let's go to Danielle. Robbie Gordon's in, Brian Vickers, Kevin Harvick, and like you said, most of these guys will be able to go the distance. Right side tires are going on for, for Brian Vickers. It's going to be four tires for most of these guys. Kevin Harvick's work is almost complete. Robbie Gordon's guys get him out and done in very fast fashion. Jamie McMurray's in, as is Scott Ritz. Newman, the only one on this in the pit road right now, but the pit board is out for Ken Schrader. Also, Bobby Hamilton Jr., one round of wedge for Ryan Newman, trying to get that car to roll through the center just a little bit more. It's Robbie Gordon, Casey Mears. Casey Mears also getting four tires and fuel on this in the pit road to the midsection and Adam. Slight chassis adjustment for the man who was leading when the caution came out. Been a good day for Bobby Labonte in that interstate battery Chevrolet. He has pulled away. Also coming down pit road, the man who's been dominant, the defending race winner, Dale Earnhardt Jr., four tires and fuel on his Budweiser machine. Rusty Wallace brought the Miller Lite Dodge down for four tires and fuel. Tony Stewart was in. It was Mark Martin back down pit road. And Greg Biffle, these drivers getting four tires and fuel in what should be their last stop of the afternoon if this thing stays green. Jeff Gordon is a leader. Field comes off turn number four. Green flag is about to go back in the air with 81 laps to go. 
Jeff Gordon set sail for turn number one. Remember, he's behind a couple of cars and around the tail end of the lead lap, so he's going to have to thread his way through traffic in turn one. Yeah, he's got Kurt Busch, Jeff Green on the tail end of the lead lap, Jeremy Mayfield, Michael Waltrip, lap cars directly ahead of the race leaders on the back stretch. Jeff Gordon may have the lead, but it's a very crowded room. Michael Waltrip in front of him. He is a lap machine. Here comes Robbie Gordon in the second spot trying to challenge Jeff Gordon for the top spot. There goes the tail off the turn. There's four cars directly ahead of Jeff Gordon, and one that he's really concerned about behind him, that is Robbie Gordon. Robbie's running in the second spot. Jeff gets by Jeff Green, puts a lap on him. That separates him momentarily from Robbie. Here's Jeff Gordon going to work on Michael Walter. Three car lengths to make up as Robbie Gordon gets trapped in traffic. Off two. Jeff Gordon skirts through the dog leg up the back straightaway here at Phoenix. Robbie Gordon in second, a bit frustrated right now. Cannot get around the lap machine of Jeff Green. Gordon has a bit of a cushion headed up the front straight. Robbie Gordon's had a pretty good race car all day long. He's a very aggressive race driver. He's not going to stay back there in that traffic very long. He's going to get out of it one way or another and hang with the leader, Jeff Gordon. Off side of line, charges down to the inside of the lap traffic. Robbie Gordon and Jeff Green side by side. And if Robbie looks back, here's Casey Mears on the move on the back stretch. Good fight there for the third spot. Casey Mears rides in the third position. Right behind him is Kevin Harvick, who had so many handling problems early in the race. Now he challenges for that third position. Not had a whole lot to sing about here this afternoon in Phoenix, but suddenly, within 79 laps of the finish, things are looking a little bit better. He's in fourth, trying to get third from Casey Mears. Here he comes back into the corner. Kevin Harvick applying pressure to the back bumper of the target Dodge. Now, Casey opens it up by one car length in the dog leg. Through the dog leg they come, nose to tail. Casey Mears in the third spot. Kevin Harvick in fourth. Here comes Rusty Wallace and others filling those mirrors. They can all take a low line through turn three and four. Pretty hard racing going on right now behind the leader back there. In fact, the leader may have some problems here very shortly. Robbie Gordon continues to try and close in. He's just seven-tenths of a second back of Jeff Gordon. Robbie Gordon is dropping the hammer. He's going to work on Michael Waltrip. Once he clears Waltrip, he's got free and clear track to track down the race leader. No question about it. Robbie Gordon driving very aggressively down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. That is a lap car. Now, there is no lap machine, no traffic between Robbie Gordon and the leader, Jeff Gordon. 76 laps from the finish. Time now for a mid-race update brought to you by MBN this mid-race update with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the lead at the official halfway mark. And Dale Jr. wins the $10,000 MBNA Mid-Race Leader Award. If Jr. also wins the race, MBNA will award an additional $30,000 bonus. If the bonus goes unclaimed, it continues to grow by $5,000 each week until a driver wins the halfway award and the race. Jeff Gordon continues to show the way out there. His margin now over Robbie Gordon, just about a full second. Mike Bagley, he's starting to pull away now. Yeah, he's starting to open it up now as Robbie Gordon begins to fall back into the clutches of some lap traffic. But the battle for the third spot tightens up off turn two. Good move by Kevin Harvick to the inside of Casey Mears. He got a great bite off of turn two, and now they're wheel to wheel for that third spot. Harvick will fly by Casey Mears for third, and now Mears gets a bump from Rusty Wallace, who rides in the fifth Kevin Harvick coming on strong as the laps wind down. Just 73 to go. Make it 74 to go right now as he tries to chase down the front two and see if he can lead some here this afternoon at Phoenix. He's over in turn two. Behind Kevin Harvick is starting to heat up. Here's Rusty Wallace. Haven't talked a lot about him this afternoon, but he's trying to take the fourth spot away from Casey Mears. And there's Ooh. trouble on the back straightaway. Johnny Sauter gets turned around down to the inside of the racetrack. Down onto the grass, makes contact with the inside wall and the dog leg as Johnny Sauter loses control off turn two. 
fuel. Caution on the speedway at lap 239. It is the eighth time this afternoon the yellow flag has been displayed to the field. Back to turn two. Johnny Sauter came spinning out of a pack of traffic towards the tail end of the field, Barney. He looped the car around. Good driving by those drivers at the tail end of the field. Not to collect him. He did a couple of 360s, spun down on the grass up against the inside wall in the middle of the dogleg, which is halfway down the back straightaway. So the caution flag is out for the eighth time here this afternoon in the running of the Checker Auto Parts 500. 73 laps remain to run in today's race. Let's check on pit road to find out what pit strategies are being planned. Brought to you by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. If it's good enough for NASCAR, it's good enough for your car. Winston? Well, they're just down here deciding whether they are going to bring them down pit road. I'm going to guess that uh, Jeff Gordon having that track position where he's run the best all day long as Robbie Loomis talks to his driver, believing they're going to leave him out. But guys that are a little bit further back, guys like Ryan Newman running in the 10th position, gonna, they've got their pit board out, looking like they're going to bring it down pit road. Now let's go to the midsection. How about the guys like Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's been dominant all day long, but he's back in traffic in 11. Well, the, how about it, Adam? The Budweiser crew is up on the pit wall, but not nearly as anxious as some other guys like Tony Stewart's crew and also Matt Kenseth's crew. Greg Biffle going to come down the pit lane. Mark Martin will join him. A couple of pit stalls in front of him. Kenseth is in. And also Tony Stewart. These guys feeling like fresh rubber with 60 laps to go will pay off. And it looks like they're all going to get four tires. Four for Stewart. Four for Kenseth. Four for Martin. And Greg Biffle looks like going to be the first away. He gets four tires as well. Anyone with you, Danielle? Actually, no, but I've caught up with uh, Robbie Gordon's interim crew chief, the regular crew chief, Chris Andrews, back home waiting on a baby. Greg Irwin, you're filling in. You've got that car tuned in today. Uh, Robbie's been pretty good today. Uh, car's been good off the truck. Pit crew's doing a great job. And uh, we'll just see what we got. We've got a long way to go. Can you get up there with the, the 24 and maybe, you know, take this uh, win home back to them? We can pace them. We can run right with them, I think, to the end. We'll see what we got. Well, we all know that Robbie Gordon is going to fight to the very end. And uh, that's his uh, interim crew chief, Greg Andrew, Greg Irwin saying uh, they're going to pace them and uh, they've got a good car. Kurt Busch came back down the pit lane as well and once again Barney they stalled when they try to pull away from their pit stop. That's the second time that's happened today so a recurring problem there on the Irwin Industrial Tools car. Might have lost a gear in the car. Couldn't really tell uh, way but it, it's cost him at least three or four seconds extra time on pit road the last two pit stops so they do have a problem in that department. Now Jeff Gordon continues to lead. Robbie Gordon still showing second. Kevin Harvick third. Kevin has made a remarkable bounce back here in the latter part of this event this afternoon. Casey Mears having a good day in fourth and Rusty Wallace fifth as we go back downstairs. Well, let's talk to Robbie Loomis, the crew chief on the car of the south front. We talked to Jeff during that uh, red flag during the rain delay. Car had been awfully loose early on. You guys have made some adjustments, got it out front. Robbie, how much of it is track position? How much of it is changing the car? Track position is huge here at Phoenix, and the DuPont Chevrolet is doing a great job. Just doing a great job driving it, and this DuPont pit crew is on fire right now. I tell you what, they have had a great day today after starting out, just barely been able to hang into the top 15. They've got the track position. They want to hold it. The car's handling pretty good right now. Don't believe Johnny Sauter is going to be able to continue. Look like they hooked his car to a wrecker over there off turn number two, and uh, we'll take him back to the garage. He will join other cars out of the event. Ward Burton, Morgan Shepard, Randy LaJoy, and Todd Bonine. Elliot Sadler spent quite a few laps in the garage area making repairs to his car. He's gone back on the racetrack. He's many, many laps down, showing back in 41st position. And let's see, who else was in there, Joe? I think Carl Edwards uh, spent some time right. in the garage also. He's been able to come back out. Got 26 cars showing on the lead lap as we get ready to go back under the green flag here at Phoenix with Jeff Gordon, Robbie Gordon, the top two, 
Kevin Harvick is third, Casey Mears fourth, and Rusty Wallace is fifth. Brian Vickers is shown sixth, Bobby Labonte is seventh, Jeff Burton is eighth, Jamie McMurray ninth, and Ryan Newman is back up to tenth. Big recovery for him today as well. Eleventh is Dale Earnhardt Jr., Casey Kane is in twelfth, thirteenth is Ricky Rudd, fourteenth is Dale Jarrett, fifteenth is Jimmy Johnson, and sixteenth is Scott Riggs, seventeenth to Bobby Hamilton Jr., Jeremy Mayfield is eighteenth, Greg Biffle nineteenth, and Tony Stewart is shown in twentieth. Field works off turn number four. The pace car hits the pit lane, and it's a double file restart with lapped cars lining the inside lane. Scott Wimmer, the first of those lapped machines. Jeff Gordon goes to work as the green flag comes out, gets by Wimmer, and pulls away from second place Robbie Gordon. Now Robbie Gordon has to go to work on the lap traffic. Scott Wimmer's car occupying the inside lane. That's going to force Robbie to slide up. He'll lose a car length to the race leader on the back stretch. Battle of the Gordons resume into turn three. It is Jeff Gordon in the top spot by a car length and a half over Robbie Gordon. Kevin Harvick still having a problem trying to clear the lap traffic from the third position. Field makes their way off the turn. Not a whole lot of love lost between the two Gordons at the front of the field. Jeff and Robbie, they've had their share of bumps and run-ins over the years, but right now they ride first and second with Kevin Harvick trying to reel them in over in turn two. Kevin Harvick's going to work. Meanwhile, Jeff and Robbie Gordon playing nice so far. One car length, maybe two car lengths apart in the dog leg. Robbie Gordon came off turn two stronger than the last time. Closes the gap now to only one single car length on Jeff Gordon. They ride identical lines through turns three and four, headed back to the front strike. Robbie is indeed closing in on Jeff Gordon this time as they come off turn number four, down to a couple of car lengths. Robbie has saved the best for when it really matters. The final laps of the race, he's right there on his bumper in turn one. Hanging it really low, almost kicking the rear end loose, trying to track down Jeff Gordon, but Jeff's a doggone strong off the corner. He'll maintain his lead on the back straightaway. Two Chevrolets going at it for the top spot here at Phoenix. Again, Jeff Gordon diving down low into turn three. Puts a couple of the left side tires on the apron line. Robbie Gordon does the same following his tire drive. Said it a lot of times over the years, catching the lead driver is one thing, getting around him or getting up and taking the position away is another. But Robbie Gordon is right there trying to get it done. They're back in two. Every lane is open for Robbie Gordon. He's looked high, he's looked low. Right now, he's about two car lengths behind the back bumper of the DuPont Chevy. The two Gordons are digging so hard, they are pulling away from the rest of the field. Jeff Gordon in the top spot, Robbie Gordon in second. Kevin Harvick now has cleared the lap traffic. He rides by himself in the third position. In the fourth spot is Casey Mears. He now has to clear the traffic that Kevin Harvick just got by, which is the Scott Weber car. Further back, Rusty Wallace and Brian Vickers also working heavy traffic in turn one. They break free of Jeff Green. Now they got Sterling Marlin, Kyle Petty directly ahead. Rusty Wallace takes it wide off the corner and sets sail for that lap traffic. That is a fight for position between Rusty Wallace and Brian Vickers. They are nose to tail into turn three. That would be the fight for fifth. Rusty defending it on the low side and Brian Vickers watches up way high. And where is Dale Earnhardt Jr. in all this? He was back there in seventh place trying to make up some distance and get back to the front of the field. Ryan Newman's right behind him. So is Bobby Labonte. That pack of traffic goes over to turn one. They are stacked up. Dale Earnhardt Jr. trying to get by the lap car of Mike Wallace using the inside lane. Newman, Labonte, Kane, and others all lined up behind Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr., who for most of the afternoon had the fastest race car on the track, is now mired in traffic. He's trying to bump Mike Wallace out of the way and catch the leaders off of turn four. Jeff
Jeff Gordon leads with 63 laps to go here at Phoenix and in the championship point standings. As of this moment, Jeff Gordon leads Kurt Busch by 14 points. MRN Radio live in Phoenix, Arizona this afternoon, bringing you coverage of the Checker Auto Parts 500. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Mike Bagley and Dan Hubbard covering the action of the turns for us today. On the pit road, it's Weston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Danielle Fry. Nine lead changes among six different drivers. We've had eight caution flags and a red flag for rain that lasted 20 minutes long. Out of the race are the cars of Johnny Sauter, Ward Burton, Morgan Shepard, Randy LaJoy, and Todd Bodine. Currently, we're showing the cars on the lead lap. 25 cars with 55 laps to go. Jeff Gordon right now is in charge. Very much so at that. He has pulled away now from Robbie Gordon by about four-tenths of a second. Watching Dale Earnhardt Jr., he's been pinned in some traffic back there, and Mike Bagley, the only way he's going to get through that is kind of act like a bowling ball. Yeah, and he's going to have to make his elbows awfully wide and kind of force his way through that traffic. He's done that. He's gotten around Sterling Marlin. Now he makes the pass around Jeff Green, but now it's time for Dale Earnhardt Jr. to go on the offensive rather than earlier on the race when he was playing defense. Victim, if you will, for Dale Earnhardt Jr. would be Rusty Wallace, and that would be the fight for the fifth position. Junior's running in the sixth position right now, trying to move up a bit and get into the top five at least here this afternoon. Let's follow his move through traffic in turn one. Here he comes back into the corner, watching the progress of Dale Earnhardt Jr., also Ryan Newman. Newman trapped in traffic on the back straightaway. Here comes Rusty Wallace from the dogleggin into turn three. Jr. chopping down that distance from five car lengths. Now down to four. He continues. Rusty Wallace off the corner. Dale Jr. for the better part of the afternoon here at Phoenix has had about as quick a car as anybody. He's led a great deal of laps at this racetrack, but right now he is really having to drive the best race of the day to get back up there and have a shot to win this thing. He is seven and eight-tenths seconds behind, and Mike, he's got a lot of traffic to go through before he gets there. Yeah, he's got a lot of traffic to deal with, Barney, and we're starting to see some physical racing, some drivers really getting awfully possessive of the piece of racetrack that they possess, and in order to make the pass, you've really got to get physical maybe elbow a guy up off the inside lane or make some contact with him. Not necessarily intentional, but you got to do what you got to do as we work down to the closing stages of this race today. Same at this end of the track at turns three and four. There is definite bumping and shoving going on as we near the closing stages today at Phoenix. Kurt Busch is having to work his way through the field. Uh, of course, uh, having a problem and uh, now being shown back in the 21st position. But Dan Hubbard, I guess his biggest problem is fighting some of this lapped traffic trying to work his way back up through the field. That's exactly right, Joe. There's a pack of about eight to ten cars. Some of them are lapped down. Some of them are fighting for position, and that's what Kurt Busch is dealing with. And more than once, he has absolutely bumped the guy out of the way or leaned on him coming off the turn four. So Kurt Busch is going to have a battered car at the end of this one. Now, the thing that hurt Kurt this afternoon a couple of times, making pit stops and stalling the car on pit road, and then had the crew had to push it to get it fired up. He lost about anywhere from three to four or five seconds in both those stops. And right now, it has cost him a lot of real estate as he is showing in 20th position. And if, they, if he could stay back there, it's going to be a big break for Jeff Gordon and also Earnhardt Jr. to gain some points. Earnhardt Jr. is going to gain a couple of points anyway. He just got by Rusty Wallace, picking up the fifth position. So Jr. moves up one spot. Casey Mears next in line for Jr. as we continue to circulate around here. 50 laps to go. Up front, though, Jeff Gordon's lead over Robbie Gordon has not changed a whole lot, Mike Bagley. Still about uh, seven-tenths of a second. But we're seeing Jeff Gordon get a lot smoother through the corners using the inside lane. And this time through turns one and two, Robbie Gordon's going to lose a couple of car lengths as Gordon starts to open up his lead. Don't fault Robbie Gordon for not trying, however. He really throws that Chevrolet into turn three and four. Gets it a little bit crossed up every now and again. He's just trying to keep Jeff Gordon in his sight. 
Jeff Gordon is the leader. Robbie Gordon is second. Kevin Harvick's third. Casey Mears is fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is fifth. Sixth is Rusty Wallace. Ryan Newman shows seventh. Bobby Labonte is eighth. Jamie McMurray is ninth. And Casey Kane is tenth. Eleventh is Jimmy Johnson. Tony Stewart runs twelfth. Jeff Burton's thirteenth. Matt Kenseth has moved up to fourteenth. And Dale Jarrett is now showing in 15th. Greg Biffle, 16th. Mark Martin, 17th. Ricky Rudd, 18th. Kurt Busch has moved up another notch. He is up to 19th, and Scott Riggs make up the top 20. 21st is Michael Waltrip, 22nd. Bobby Hamilton, Jr. Ken Schrader's 23rd. Joe Nemechek, 24th. And Jeremy Mayfield is shown in 25th. 26th now, Brian Vickers. Jeff Green is 27th. Sterling Marlin, 28th. Scott Wimmer, 29th. And Kevin LePage, 30th. 31st is Kyle Petty. 32nd, Mike Wallace. Terry Labonte's 33rd. John Andretti, 34th. Brendan Gaughan is 35th. And Hermie Sadler is 36th. Johnny Sauter's out of the race now shown in 37th. Carl Edwards down a number of laps. He's 38th. Elliott Sadler back in after being some 61 laps down. They caught up in a crash early on this afternoon. Then you got Ward Burton, Morgan Shepard, Randy LaJoy, and Todd Bodine all behind the wall. Now, what happened to Brian Vickers? Danielle Fry? Well, it was a uh, loose left rear. So they came down, made an unscheduled stop, took on the left side tire, sent him back out. But pretty tough day for the, the Ray Bestest rookie candidate who was having a pretty decent run, running in the top 10, top 15 all day but an unscheduled pit stop with a loose left rear that uh, brought him down to pit road a little bit early. Pit stops have hurt a lot of cars here this afternoon to put them way back in the field, either where they had a problem on the pit stop or whatever. Right now, there's a lot of guys back there trying to make up ground. Uh, among that group, Michael Walker, Bobby Hamilton Jr., uh, Joe Nemechek, and Jeremy Mayfield. Jeff Gordon's at interval right now. A minute ago, it was eight-tenths of a second. Robbie Gordon has chopped it down to six-tenths right now. He can gain some ground, Joe, but he can't get close enough to do anything with it. Jeff's pretty strong at this stage of the race. Remember the first part of the event, he was having handling problems. They worked. They adjusted after a number of different stops. The uh, DuPont team went to work on that uh, car, got it all straightened out, and now it's looking good. And Jeff told us yesterday he felt really good about his chances in the chase for the next Hell Cup. The next three races, he said, would be good for him. Really good, you know, especially for these last three because we tested here and, and things are going well for us so far this weekend. Uh, we're testing Homestead next week and hoping that um, you know things will will uh, go as well for us there as they have here. And uh, Darlington's always been a great track for us. We uh, ran well there earlier in the season. Of course, we got caught up in the wreck. And um, you know, hopefully things this time around will go a little bit better for us. But uh, um, you know, the, I, I think that they will. And and you know, this uh, you know, we we have three great tracks for us and all we can do is do our best and, and try to win and finish the best we can and then see where the other guys finish. No doubt about it, that's a championship team and Jeff says the reason for that is that they have chemistry. When you're successful it's not any one thing, it's a combination. When you're not successful it's not any one thing, it's a combination of things and I think the reason why things are going well for us right now is because that combination of, of the communication with the team, the type of race cars they're putting out there, you know, I feel like I'm on top of my game I'm focused. I'm, I'm, you know, feeling good, and 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 you know, we get to the racetrack, and we're all happy to see one another, and we're looking forward to the next race. So, you know, that's uh, that's pretty darn good. Jeff Gordon's lead has suddenly gone to three full seconds over Robbie Gordon. The reason for that, Danielle Fry? Well, it seems like Robbie Gordon has just lost a cylinder. He radioed in about the four laps ago, and guys, he said, guys, I think I've lost an engine. Actually, they think they're just down a cylinder. So, a tough day for a guy who was running second, even competing for the win. Robbie Gordon had a problem. He's dropped back to the fifth position now. Jeff Gordon leads Kevin Harvick, a new second-place man, by three and a half seconds. 
and another championship contender has a problem. Matt Kenseth with smoke coming out of the DeWalt Power Tools Ford. Adam Alexander. And it could be an engine problem, Joe. Running sour, as you guys said, slowed on the racetrack. He had battled back nicely from some adversity in the early going, but it doesn't look like it's going to pan out for Matt Kenseth with right around 40 laps to go in this afternoon's event. Yeah, he's dropped all the way back now to 21st position, just trying to nurse it home and, and see if he can get some kind of a finish this afternoon. He would be the fourth of the championship contenders to have their share of problems this afternoon. Ryan Newman cut a tire down, made an unscheduled pit stop, lost quite a bit of time. He's been struggling to get back up there. So has Jimmy Johnson, Elliot Sadler, and now Matt Kenseth. Not a good day for the point contenders. Kurt Busch, the championship point leader, had a problem. He got caught up in a spin back at lap 127, but he's been continually chopping his way through the field. We told you he had some problems with lap traffic for a while, but finally has gotten rid of a good bit of that. He's back up to the 15th position. The combination of him being in 15th and coming in with the lead that he had over Jeff Gordon. And Jeff Gordon leading right now has Kurt Busch in the lead of the championship points, but only by 10 points as of this moment. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is third. Jimmy Johnson is fourth. Mark Martin is fifth. 92 points separate the top five. But, of course, this race is not over yet. Still 33 laps to go. Gordon leads Casey Mears, who's just gone by Kevin Harvick. Harvick falls to third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. fourth. And Robbie Gordon is still limping around there in the fifth position. We haven't said a whole lot about Casey Mears today, but he's had a very good run in that car. Yeah, he's had a pretty solid run. A couple of times he's been up there inside the top ten, and when they made the restarts, he was able to stay. Didn't lose any ground. He is having a pretty good run here this afternoon. Let's go to pit road. Let's talk to Jimmy Allen, your crew chief on Casey Mears' car. You guys just took over second. What's he saying about the car, and do you think he's got enough to chase down Jeff Gordon? about the car. He's been pretty focused there trying to hit his marks there. He's doing a good job. Right now we are quicker than a 24, but the 8's a lot faster than us, so I think we can catch him, but uh, that one right behind us there is going to be tough to deal with. That's the thoughts of Jimmy Ellis. He believes they can catch Jeff Gordon, but can they hold off Dale Earnhardt Jr.? A good, strong run for Casey Mears. Caution flag is out for a problem in turn three. The motor has finally given up on the DeWalt tools forward for Matt Kenseth. Went up big time in a big plume of white smoke on the back straightaway. Kenseth pulled it down to the inside apron and now making his way down pit road. That will be the ninth yellow flag this afternoon coming out at lap 281 and the day is done for Matt Kenseth. He brings the car down pit road, makes the left turn into the garage area and as we said four of the championship contenders have now had their share of problems here today. Ryan Newman, Jimmy Johnson, Elliot Sadler and now Matt Kenseth. This is two weeks in a row that Roush Racing has had engine problems, Barney. Last week at uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway Matt Kenseth had a problem there and of course we talked uh, so much today about Kurt Busch's engine-related problems last week in Atlanta, and now Matt Kenseth again with problems. He's taking his car right back into the next Hell Cup Series garage. We'll find out more on the situation here momentarily, but the defending series champ with another problem here today could take him out of the running and a chance to win a second consecutive NASCAR next Hell Cup Series title. Jeff Gordon leads under the caution flag. We'll see who decides to come down the pit lane this time by as they come off turn number four. Let's see, the pit road is not open this time. So we'll not find out this time. They'll make another trip around the track before we'll see if anybody will come down. And uh, Adam Alexander, is anyone likely to come in here with just 30 laps to go? Well, some of these guys running at the tail end of the lead lap that don't really have track position, Joe, don't have much to lose by coming down here. But I think it's going to be a similar situation to what we saw under the last caution flag. Those guys running top five, top seven, probably stay out on the racetrack to maintain track position. Those other guys probably try to come in and improve their race cars. And I'd really be surprised 
surprised if Dale Earnhardt Jr. came in simply because he seems to get better and better as the afternoon continues. And there are 26 cars on the lead lap also, so if a few of the front runners come on to pit road, there's an awful lot of cars on the lead lap. And, of course, this restart with the yellow flag out is going to bunch everybody right back up at the front of the field. Going to get interesting. Yeah, it really will as uh, we get into the closing laps. And it's starting to get darker and darker here in the Valley of the Sun. It's more like the Valley of the Shadows here this afternoon. We've had a heavy cloud cover all afternoon. Rain showers early this morning. And then into the race, we had rain that uh, started back around lap 110. We were red flagged for 20 minutes because of that. Not a very hard rain shower since that time. We've been okay as far as weather is concerned. But heavy clouds covering this Phoenix International Raceway. Here come the leaders off turn four. Pit road is open. No takers, at least up near the front. First guy to come in will be Kevin Harvick, who's running back in the fourth position. And looks like instead he decides to stay on the racetrack. Further back, Bobby Labonte will lead a parade of cars down the pit lane, including Jamie McMurray, Casey Kane, Tony Stewart, Jimmy Johnson, and others. Let's go to Danielle. Jamie McMurray is in. Also Scott Riggs, Jeff Burton, Dale Jerry. Most of these guys running in top 15, top 20, towards the back of the pack. Nothing to lose everything to gain, all taking four tires and fuel. Adam, you got any takers? Bobby Labonte is in. It's going to be four tires for the Interstate Battery Chevrolet. Actually, right side tires only for Labonte. Tony Stewart going to get four tires, four for Kane. It's going to be four tires for Mark Martin. Also in the Greg Biffle machine making a stop here at 284. Anybody coming in front of you, Winston? Yes, Jimmy Johnson decided they're going to do the opposite of what everybody else does because they were running 11th. Nothing to lose there. Bobby Hamilton Jr., also Michael Walter, Ricky Rudd on pit road along with Ken Schrader. So Jimmy Johnson trying to get those four fresh tires and make up some positions. We're still working this caution flag cleanup crews are on the speedway right now, cleaning up after Matt Kenseth dropped an engine here just a moment ago. Jeff Gordon is the leader. Casey Mears could be in position to score his best career finish in a NASCAR Nextel Cup Series race. He's currently the second-place man. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is third. Kevin Harvick fourth. And Robbie Gordon is fifth. Still with engine problems, as we described earlier this afternoon. Rusty Wallace is in sixth. Ryan Newman is seventh. Kurt Busch is eighth. Greg Biffle ninth. And Bobby Labonte is tenth. Dale Jarrett has scored an 11th. He was way back there early on this afternoon. Barney's made his way back up on the lead lap and now is in the 11th position. Scott Riggs is 12th. Casey Kane 13th and Jamie McMurray is 14th. Tony Stewart is shown now in 15th position. Jeremy Mayfield 16th. Jeff Burton 17th. Mark Martin 18th. Jimmy Johnson 19th and Bobby Hamilton Jr. is in 20th. 21st is Michael Waltrip. Ricky Rudd is 22nd. Ken Schrader 23rd. Joe Nemechek 24th and Brian Vickers 25th. And those are the cars on the lead lap going back under the green flag now. And if we can get this next 19 laps in without a caution flag, I will be absolutely amazed. They come off turn number four looking for the green flag. It goes in the air, and they go back to it. Jeff Gordon tries to get away from everybody at the front of the field, but this time the lap traffic and Casey Mears, who is second place, stay right with him. Casey Mears on the back bumper, but Jeff Gordon changes lanes, darts down in front of lap traffic. Three wide, Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the outside off turn two. Top three break away from the rest of the field. It is Jeff Gordon in the point. Casey Mears in that second spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr., he cuts. Casey Mears and bumps him off the way, but Mears maintains the second spot. Earnhardt Jr. looks underneath Casey Mears. The opportunity not presented. He'll fall back in line behind while Jeff Gordon pulls away by three car lengths. Race for the second position on. Casey Mears has it. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wants it. The Budweiser Chevrolet swings wide off turn two. He'll lose half a car length off the corner. So without a doubt, Casey Mears knows that Dale Earnhardt Jr. is there. Contact made last time around. Let's see what happens this time. Gordon leads them into turn three. Casey Mears now opens up a little bit of a distance. Between himself and Dale. 
Well, here's what separates Dale Jr. from some other drivers, Joe. He's running back there in third place. If he just stays content to run there, he's going to pick up a ton of points, but he's not going to do that. He wants to win this race, and he's going to take some chances to do it. He's over in two. Coming off of turn two, Casey Mears shows some surprising strength from the last previous laps. This time he closes in on Jeff Gordon. Casey Mears giving that Dodge a good run here. Looks to the inside of Jeff Gordon, almost touching the rear bumper of the DuPont Chevrolet. Casey pulls right up on the rear deck of the uh, machine of Jeff Gordon. Gordon, those stretches it out here on the home stretch. Earnhardt Jr. still there within a car length in third. Jeff Gordon slides up the racetrack. Here comes Casey Mears, dives to the inside, but Gordon blocks him on the back straightaway. Casey Mears trying to drop alongside. Jeff Gordon does not do it through the dog leg. Let's see if he'll try to pull the trigger into turn three. No, he'll tuck in behind Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. right there. Should either driver make a mistake? Don't think it makes a bit of difference either to Casey Mears, the fact that two of the point contenders are who he is racing. Dale Jr. goes to the inside of Casey Mears. Can he pull it off? Dale Earnhardt Jr. drives it deep, coming into turns one and two, side by side with Casey Mears, and Jamie McMurray spins in turn two. The car breaks loose, tags the outside retaining wall. Everybody dives low to avoid. Yellow flag comes out yet another time for an accident, this time again over in turn two. Let's go back over there. Intense racing at the back of the pack, Barney. Jamie McMurray in that pack of traffic. All of a sudden, the Havilland Dodge snapped around, slid up the racetrack, and everybody had to go into evasive maneuvers to avoid collecting Jamie McMurray, who made contact in the wall in turn number two. He has since driven away, but he's got some damage to the back of his Dodge. Murray was running 10th at the time, Barn, and of course, he's trying to hang on to the 11th position of the championship point standings at Pace a million dollars this year. And it's also a trip to the, to the stage at the Waldorf when we go up there for the banquet. Ten times we've seen the yellow flag displayed this afternoon. Currently that's what we're working right now when Jamie McMurray spun over in turn number two. He was on pit road and still is. Danielle Fry? Actually, Barney, this is his third stop on pit road. A lot of heavy uh, damage done to the rear of that uh, Haviland Dodge. The guys are uh, trying to knock away a lot of sheet metal. Dale Jarrett also received some, some damage when uh, those two made contact. Dale Jarrett came down, took on four tires, and uh, he's got some left side damage done to his UPS Ford. Both cars are now returning to the racetrack. Yeah, we see Jamie going back onto the racetrack right now, and as Joe said, he needs to finish as well as he can. He's got a good shot to finish in the 11th position in the points this year, and that pays well over a million dollars, so right. a lot to run for. Yep, he leads uh, Dale Jarrett uh, as of this moment by pretty big uh, margin, 185 points, as a matter of fact, separating him from Dale Jarrett, who's in the 12th position in the point standings. But, of course, uh, Dale running pretty good here in the late stages could uh, make up a good bit of that ground as we leave here this evening. Right now, the field comes to the start-finish line. They see the one-to-go signal, and we have 12 laps to go. It's going to be an 11-lap, actually 10-lap shootout by the time they get up to full speed and get rolling here this afternoon. So this should be interesting after a very exciting day of racing. Nine lead changes among six different drivers. Jeff Gordon, who had kind of lost ground in the championship point standings, a couple of bad weeks for the DuPont team, and suddenly they are back in the hunt and leading this afternoon. But... He won't pick up a whole lot of ground on Dale Earnhardt Jr. because Jr.'s running second. Yeah, Dale Jr.'s hanging right in there. In fact, he may end up uh, getting the lead away now that this caution flag has put him right up on the bumper of Jeff Gordon. He's got 10 laps to get it done, but so is Casey Mears, Kevin Harvick, Rusty Wallace, Ryan Newman, and Bobby Labonte. Those are the top seven. 
and some of those have brand new tires on the car or a whole lot fresher rubber than Jeff Gordon and Earnhardt Jr. do. We're getting down to it, and it's good because darkness is going to settle in here on the racetrack here in another half hour or so, or maybe less than that. So it will be a single-file restart with 10 laps to go, should be anyway. Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Casey Mears, Kevin Harvick, and Rusty Wallace will be the top five, and looks like it's going to be a double-file restart as the pace truck leads them out of turn number four and gets ready to put it back under green. And let's hope we can get these 10 laps in without another caution. Here they come, pouring off turn number four, looking at the flag stand, and the green flag waves again here this afternoon at Phoenix International Raceway. Jeff Gordon gets on the gas, pulls away by two car links over Dale Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon around the lap car of Sterling Marlin. Earnhardt on the back bumper of Gordon, looking for room to race, looking for the lead on the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is right there. He looks briefly to the inside as they fly through the dog leg up the back straight at Phoenix. Oh, Earnhardt Jr. almost made contact with Gordon, but he didn't need to. Down to the inside, line up turn four, side by side for the lead off turn four. It will be a dead heat at the start finish line. Door to door, they go back into turn number one. This is for the win. There are nine laps to go. They go back to turn two. Almost leaning on each other. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the lead at Phoenix. Jeff Gordon falls in line in second. Casey Mears trying to track him down from third. Fans are stomping up and down in the grandstands at Phoenix as Dale Earnhardt Jr. tries to open up the lead by a car length over second place man Jeff Gordon and third place man Casey Mears and Kevin Harvick. Here comes Junior off turn four, down to the start-finish line. It will be eight laps to go, and he's checking out. Pulling away now by nearly a second over Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. waving bye-bye to the field here as one car almost up in smoke. Casey Mears has a lot. Actually, that's Casey Kane. A lot of smoke from his Dodge as the field races down the back straightaway. We stay under green as Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to increase his lead. Now it's eight car lengths over Jeff Gordon. Casey Mears starting to close the gap here for the third spot. Dale Jr.'s had a good car all day long, but the competition didn't realize how good it is here in the later, latter stages. He leads them back to turn number one with some seven laps to go. Jeff Gordon and Casey Mears still tussling for second place. Here they come back into turns one and two. Casey Mears has two car lengths to make up to take the second spot away from Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon will probably drive the remaining laps very defensively, trying to keep Casey Mears behind him. Here they come through turns three and four, and Jeremy Mason continues to make that Casey Kane Everham cars are having problems. Jeremy Mayfield is off the pace. Casey Kane's problem, Mike Bagley. Looks like maybe it's oh, a tire Oh, Casey Mears rub. loses it in turn number one. Mears around and into the outside wall. Casey Mears loses control. The target dodge slams into the outside wall in turn one. That will bring out the yellow flag for the 11th time. Caution is on the field with just some six laps to go. Let's go back to turn two. Casey Mears is in the wall and Robbie Gordon is putting a smoke screen up here in turn number one all almost simultaneously. Casey Mears came into turn one. Tire problem sent him spinning into the outside wall. The window net is down. Casey is fine. And at the same time, Robbie Gordon goes up in a cloud of smoke. And it looks like he's dusting for mosquitoes now as smoke continues to billow from the singular wireless Chevrolet. Look like Jeff Green might have lost an engine, too. Yeah, I'll tell you what, a lot of guys having problems in the late stages of the race. Let's check on the situation on uh, the cars out of Everham Motorsports. We told you Casey Kane had what looked like a tire rub because we only saw it when he went through the corners. And Jeremy Mayfield, apparently, with engine problems, too. Let's go downstairs. Well, on the Casey Kane machine, Joe, it looked as if, uh, as you said, there was a tire rub because the smoke seemed to come as he went through the corners. But those last couple of laps, it looked like it had gone away. Check with some of the folks in the crew. They indicated that perhaps his Dodge is going to be all right. So they may stay on the racetrack with only a handful of laps to go. And for more on the Jeremy Mayfield situation, we send it down to Danielle Fry. Actually, Adam, what happened on Jeremy Mayfield was that he had a cut left rear tire 
kind of a tough break because he had quietly made his way up into the top 10 today, but a little bit of tough break for Everham Motorsports today. And how about Robbie Gordon? Well, Robbie Gordon has pulled his uh, singular wireless machine to pit road. He sits idle, a lot of smoke like Mike Bagley described. Window net is down, crew is talking to Robbie Gordon. And uh, kind of a tough break for the guy who was also running in the, the second position, but a uh, lot of smoke coming from uh, all angles of this machine. And the cleanup crews are down in turns one and two. Mike trying to get this track back in a green condition as quick as he can. Yeah, Barney, uh, they're on the scene now. Casey Mears just stepped up into the ambulance. He'll take the ride to the infield care center. Right now, the focus is getting Casey Mears' car up on the wrecker. The wrecker's trying to back up, but the car's been flattened on the right side, and all the tires are flat, so they're going to have a, a big task of getting that car hooked up to the wrecker, and they're trying to do that right now. Casey was running in the third position when the incident occurred there in turn number one. Meanwhile, Robbie Gordon's car is indeed being pushed back to the next Hill Cup garage. Red flag is out for the second time this afternoon. There's so much debris on the racing surface and the cleanup. Trucks are out there underway trying to get it done. NASCAR wants this race to end under the green flag if at all possible. We do have five laps remaining, and that would prevent us having to go to the green-white checkered. So the cars have stopped on the back straightaway, heading over into turn number three. Should be about 24 cars on the lead lap field being given the indication. They'll take the green when they come back, and it will. Well, now they're saying they're going to wave it off down there, so we'll see what happens here. But uh, Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, Kevin Harvick, Casey Kane, the top five. Can Earnhardt Jr. hang on and win this thing this afternoon? That is the big question right now. Matt Kenseth, one of the championship contenders, having problems this afternoon with a blown engine. He went back to the garage and now has scored there in the 36th position. Other drivers having problems. Robbie Gordon with a chance to win the race here today. And, of course, he had engine problems as well. Now shown in 33rd. He is out of the race. And Casey Mears with a good chance to win his first career Nextel Cup Series event. Again, with the crash in turn number one, now he's back in the garage and out of the event. Field comes off turn four. Let's see if they give him the one-to-go signal. This time, indeed, they will. So the one-lap signal is displayed, and the field files by the start-finish line. Single file. They'll be looking for the green flag when they come back around, and we'll see just who has what on the last couple of laps of this race. Dale Earnhardt Jr., can he hold them off? Can Jeff Gordon make a move around to steal this win? Maybe Ryan Newman, Kevin Harvick, or Casey Kane. We're about to find out. Or will half the field end up in a pile somewhere <laughs> in one end of this racetrack? Let's hope that doesn't happen. Earnhardt Jr. sits at the front of the field. He's had a strong race car all day. We've talked several times about how it seems that the car is, has been good all day. A couple of times he's been caught way back in traffic on pit stops or whatever cost him track position. Every time he's been able to work his work his way back to the front of the field. But right now, green-white checker is the finish. Going to be coming up here very shortly. They'll get the green this time by as they form up for a single-file restart over in turn three, getting ready to go. I like his chances. Yeah, Earnhardt. Oh, certainly. And, you know, he's uh, one of those guys who can drive defensively. He can hang on to that spot and make that car real wide going around these corners. About to see what he's going to do. The heat is on. Here comes the field off turn number four to the start-finish line. Green flag is waving. Junior on the gas, trying to get away from Jeff Gordon, but Jeff stays right with him. Everyone single file coming into the corner except Casey Kane. He'll go to the outside of the racetrack. Battles on for third. Ryan Newman slips. Harvick tries to take advantage as Earnhardt leaves the ball in and is done. 
pass. And he is pulling away by some five to six car links over Jeff Gordon, who's under attack from Ryan Newman. Newman takes his dodge down low into turn three. Kevin Harvick leaning on Casey Kane for the fifth position. Ryan Newman's going to take second place away if he can from Jeff Gordon. Gordon's got a lot of horsepower in the front straightaway. Four cars locked up for second place. Ryan Newman, Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick. They go to one. Earnhardt's gone. He'll be the winner this afternoon, but they are knotted up. Double wide, three rows deep for second. Here's Ryan Newman to the inside of Jeff Gordon for the final time. Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick, and Jimmy Johnson. Tight pack of five cars racing for the second spot, but it's all going on way behind the leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Budweiser Chevy comes pouring off turn four for the second year in a row. He will win the Checker Auto Parts 400. Ryan Newman squeezes by Jeff Gordon. He gets the second spot. Gordon gets third. Kevin Harvick finishes fourth. And Casey Kane comes in in fifth. Let's go to pit road. High five. Congratulations, Tony Uri Jr., the car chief. Two in a row. You've done it again at Phoenix. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's, it's a great place to race, and uh, we just appreciate doing this for all the fans. Uh, you know, we just got to do this the rest of the year so we can gain on Kurt because we know he's going to run strong. So uh, we got to get this title for these fans here. Win number six in 2004, Dale Earnhardt Jr., a victor in the Checker Auto Parts 500 at Phoenix. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins here at Phoenix. Ryan Newman gets second, Jeff Gordon third, Kevin Harvick fourth, and Casey Kane finishes fifth in the Checker Auto Parts 500. We'll hear from all of them in a moment. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. Back at Phoenix International Raceway, where Dale Earnhardt Jr. has picked up the win of the Checker Auto Parts 500. We'll go to Gatorade Victory Lane in a few moments. Hear from Dale Jr. First, let's see if we can hear from some of the other finishers in the top five. Twelfth time this season that Casey Kane is able to come home in the top five. You guys battled throughout the day. Talk about your afternoon, Casey. It was a pretty exciting race. Uh, you know, a lot of bumping and banging there at the end. I don't, um, we drove back up through there. We got on some sticker tires and drove back up through there pretty good. We got... Uh, in the wall off turn turn two that one time and kind of bent the car up a little bit, but still run fifth. It was a pretty good run for us. Look like some anxious moments here entering the pit lane. Any difference of opinion between you and Kevin Harvick or what happened there? Well, I don't I don't really know. I mean, yesterday we were all kind of bumping around out there and uh, he was laughing. We were all having fun with it. So I don't know. It's kind of the same thing today. He pushed me all over the track. I didn't even. Uh, you know, ever get close to him, push him around. So I don't know why he was so mad. Casey Kane in the top five again at Phoenix. Yeah, let's hear from Daniel Fry. Ryan Newman, a runner-up finish today. The way your day started, did you think you could battle back and get a runner-up? I knew we had a great race car. All, all tell text to win Dodge was running really well, but uh, Junior, he got out front before we did, and I think that made the difference. Uh, there before that, on a restart, when we were getting our lap back, we uh, we pulled away from him, but uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda, we'll uh, just go home with a second. Talk about that battle there. I mean, you guys were all knotted up. There were four of you going for the same position. Yeah, it was a you know tough run there at the end, but uh, Junior did a great job, had a great race car, and uh, drove a smart race, and we just came up short. Well, he rallied back quite nicely. That's Ryan Newman, runner-up finisher today. Yeah, see if we can get a word with Kevin Harvick. Good run for Kevin Harvick today as he brings the GM Goodrin Chevrolet home in the top five. We just talked to uh, Casey Kane. He said there was some bumping going on. Your thoughts on what happened in the closing laps, Kevin? Uh, we were just all racing hard there at the end, and, uh, you know, I got into him a little bit, and I think it ticked him off, but... Uh, you know, it's uh, one thing to, to race these things on the green, but it's another thing to wreck them under caution. We're not the ones who have to fix them. But uh, I just wanted to stop and ask him if I uh, did should have done, done something different. But uh, I just thought we were racing hard. What about your day? Obviously, you guys had some problems in the early going, adversity, but you battled back for a top five. Good run for you today. Yeah, we battled back. Uh, this whole GM Goodwin Chevrolet team uh, did an awesome job. And I told him, I said, let's just fix it. Uh, we, can, we can get back up there and do what we have to do to, to race hard. And, uh, we raced our way back up there and got a little bit lucky uh, with, with the pit call and 
for once, things fell our way, so it was a good day for us. Fifth top five finish of the year for Kevin Harvick. He brings his machine home in the fourth position. And let's see if we can catch Jeff Gordon, who finished third. Well, Jeff Gordon did finish third, and uh, obviously probably not wanting to see that green-white checker there at the end, Jeff. No, uh, I, I really didn't. Um, you know, I felt like we could at least come home second. Uh, Junior was a, you know, a strong car all day long, and, and uh, we, we, we did a great job. I'm so proud of Robbie Loomis, all the guys in this DuPont Chevrolet on the pit strategy to, to get us out front like that and, and have a shot to win, and we just didn't need a caution. We need to go green all the way to the end. And I saw them coming in my mirror before that, and uh, after, after the caution, I knew we were in trouble. I tried to hold them off, but had nothing for them. And, um, I, I, I got a really bad restart. That last one, uh, I, I, I got real tied off of two, and 12 got underneath me, and we raced hard, you know, but uh, just couldn't hold them off. So we'll, it's a good point stay. Uh, we'll take that third-place finish. That's the thoughts of Jeff Gordon as he does finish third here today. Right now, let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. I tell you what, I believe we're going to have to rename this thing from Gatorade Victory Lane to Budweiser Victory Lane. The Budweiser is flowing down here just like it was a year ago. And I tell you what, when you got out of this car last year, that's about as excited as I've ever seen you after winning a race. Same thing today. What is it about this racetrack, you and this Budweiser team? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's that trip here and back. If you don't bring home the trophy, it's a long ride home. And... Uh, we just like to, you know, we put a lot of effort for it. When we come to the West Coast, we want to do really good, and we want to showcase our abilities and our talents out here. And uh, these people are great fans. They've had this racetrack longer, and we've been coming here. And they show up every year, and they're excited as anybody we see on the circuit. And uh, it's just great to win in front of them. And my team did a good job, gave me a great race car all day. Uh, I was really, really surprised at how good a car it was. I mean, it, I just was cruising the whole time. Uh, there at the end to, to get by them guys, it was effortless. I mean, the car was just awesome, and uh, I just had to make sure I didn't get run into or spun out or do anything foolish like I did last week. So they gave me a great car. I won the race. I'm really proud of myself, proud of my team, and uh, I can't say enough about the effort they put. That thing was dominant right off the truck, and as, soon, and as you were working up through the field, that thing just drove through the car like a hot knife through butter. But when you were mired back there in 11th position with a little bit of time to go, were you a little bit concerned? Yeah, I was really concerned because it seemed like when I, uh, we drove from the 14th starting position up to the lead, you know, relatively easy. The car was really good. But once I got back there again, it wasn't quite as good, and I wasn't able to really pass people. We, the cautions kept coming out one after the other. My car was really good after about three or four laps, and I needed some laps to get going. Um, but, you know, Tony Jr. made a couple of adjustments. We had some awesome pit stops, and uh, I'm just proud of my team, man. I really, really have fun with every one of them. We all get along. We're all great friends, and I'm really lucky to be able to race and make a living with such great people that I enjoy being around. In the chase, you were fifth in points. A lot of folks didn't think you could leapfrog four teams. Now up to third with two to go. Assess your chances coming up on Darlington and Miami. Well, we, uh, we ain't dominated any of those racetracks, but with the team that I got now, I feel like we can go in there and, and definitely have a, better, have a better weekend than we've ever had at either one of those tracks. We'll be in Homestead all weekend, or all week actually, uh, really working our guts out every day, testing, and... Uh, Trying to get it right, you know, we're giving, a, giving it a good effort. Uh, you know, we, we uh, thought about last weekend and the opportunity we give up last weekend all week long and uh, just really maintained, uh, try to be patient all day. And uh, I knew I had a car to win. I just didn't want to make another mistake like I did last week and uh, try to put ourselves back in position to, to run for the championship. We got a lot to gain. These guys ain't going to be easy to beat.
He definitely put himself in that position 15 times in his next Dale Cup career and six times in 2004. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in victory lane. Our congratulations to Dale Earnhardt Jr. as the celebration continues in Gatorade victory lane. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of the Phoenix International Raceway. Let's go to Adam Alexander. Kurt Busch maintains the championship points lead for the seventh time in eight chase races. You finish in the top ten. Talk about your tenth place finish and maintaining the championship lead, Kurt. It was a good finish. We just never really lived up to our full potential with my mistake in trying to race the 42 and the 12. Those guys are in a category that I categorize them in. And then uh, just uh, run out of fuel when we were trying to stretch it off of that one mistake earlier. And then I uh, just never had track position with the lap car. So it was good to finish 10th. Third consecutive top 10 finish at Phoenix for Kurt Busch and his seventh top 10 finish in eight races in the chase for the next Hell Cup. The full-filled rundown from the Checker Auto Parts 500 today. Dale Earnhardt Jr. gets the win, second year in a row he's won this event. Ryan Newman comes in in the second spot after starting on the pole for today's race. Jeff Gordon was third, Kevin Harvick fourth, Casey Kane fifth, and Jimmy Johnson finished in sixth. Seventh to Rusty Wallace, eighth to Tony Stewart, ninth to Bobby Labonte, and tenth Kurt Busch. Jeff Burton finished finished in 11th, Joe Nemechek was 12th, Greg Biffle 13th, Scott Riggs 14th, and Mark Martin was 15th. 16th and Bobby Hamilton Jr., 17th Michael Waltrip, Brian Vickers was 18th, Ricky Rudd 19th, and Ken Schrader finished in 20th. 21st to Jeremy Mayfield, 22nd Dale Jarrett, Jeff Green was 23rd, Jamie McMurray 24th, and Sterling Marlin finished in 25th. 26th today, Scott Wimmer, 27th Kevin LePage, Kyle Petty was 28th, Mike Wallace 29th, and Brendan Gaughan finished in 30th. 31st to John Andretti, 32nd Terry Labonte, 33rd Hermie Sadler, 34th Casey Mears, Robbie Gordon finished in 35th, Matt Kenseth 36th, Carl Edwards 37th, Elliot Sadler 39th, and Johnny Sauter came in in 39th, 40th to Ward Burton, 41st Morgan Shepard, 42nd Randy LaJoy, and 43rd was Todd Bodine. Today's race saw 10 lead changes among six drivers, 11 caution flags waved, and two red flags throughout the course of today's race. Checking the championship point standings as we head off to Darlington next weekend, Kurt Busch leads Jeff Gordon by 41 points. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back up to third. He's 47 out of the lead. Jimmy Johnson is fourth, 48 out of the lead. And fifth is Mark Martin, 102 out of the top spot. Tony Stewart is sixth. Ryan Newman is seventh. Elliot Sadler is eighth. Matt Kenseth, ninth. And Jeremy Mayfield completes the top ten. Again, next weekend, we head off to Darlington, South Carolina, race nine in the chase for the Nextel Cup. From there on to Homestead, Miami Speedway for the season finale, the Ford 400. Tickets available at both those racetracks should be great because we've got a super championship point battle underway. Voices you heard in our broadcast here today, out of the turns, Mike Bagley in turns one and two, and Dan Hubbard worked over in turns three and four. On pit road, it was Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Danielle Fry. Our spotter on the Motor Racing Network today, Tara Deason, our broadcast engineers Anthony Bowers and Julian Vega. Our production assistants Kate Pitchbeck, Steve Blevins, and David Brandt. Now for Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. We congratulate Dale Earnhardt Jr., who for the second year in a row has won the Checker Auto Parts 500 in Phoenix. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.